Welcome to the Old World Fanatics, your Warhammer fantasy podcast to quench your hobby thirst for all things the Old World. I'm one of your hosts, Gomo, and I'm joined again tonight by Andrew and Josh. How's everyone doing? Good, thank you. Pretty good. Pretty good, Gomo. How are you? Good. We're trying our new, not that anyone hopefully notices, but we're on a different platform again, so keep changing (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Hopefully we've sorted everything out. We yeah. didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't like some of the lag on some of the other ones now that we're doing a lot more YouTube videos. Um, so we're trying another one out and hopefully, fingers crossed, that's the only one we have to change to now. Any more professional. Uh, cool. Yeah. So... I'm as a perfectionist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah it. it's all it's all good. <laughs> it's, it's a little annoying though when you do all this, you know, YouTube Writing's videos and you pull them down and you load them up yeah. and then suddenly you go, oh, yeah, everyone's voice is out of whack with their talking and then it comes yeah, back yeah. in and then that and it's like yeah, we hardly see so. any sign of that we just come on here spit out our opinions <laughs> and it leaves yeah. you to deal with the fallout <laughs> <laughs> uh cool so hopefully this one works better uh awesome uh we've got oh, i've got a pretty good episode tonight we're going to actually just delve more into the the rule book for Ooh. once we haven't really done that too much so we decided we just picked to uh Two areas. One I don't think's covered a whole lot in the um, the zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it, the, the the meta out there at the moment. The meta content out there at the moment is just the scenarios. I wanted to go through some of them because um, yeah. I know we haven't played any yet, technically, have we, Andrew? Yeah. We've just been doing open battle, or whatever it's called. Um, so this will help if we get a game in this week, or whatever. We can uh, roll up a scenario because we would have talked. And through we'll it, so. roll up the the standard bloody pitch battle. Yeah, maybe we'll take that off. <laughs> oh, you mean we'll roll 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 one. Up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We could roll yeah. it beforehand. So we know, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to cover that. And then because uh, I don't think it's going to be a massive thing, I thought let's just start digging into some stuff. So I just thought magic items. I mean, we've, yeah. we've played a few games. There's been a good few weeks. We've probably got our opinions on certain ones. Mm. Um, just see where we go with that. Does that sound cool? Because I don't think we've got, apart from news and hobby, that's sort of the main topic I, I wanted to cover. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Uh, but before we get into any of that, I am going to show shout out our patrons like usual, and it's gone up again. Uh, this time, I think there's technically twenty one. I think it is. Um, so thanks so much for the patrons. If um, I'll shout you guys out in a minute, but yeah, look, we don't expect anyone to sign up for this, but it is only two bucks US and it does obviously just go a little way to the cost of running the, the show. So it's much appreciated. Um, but if you don't want to do that, you know, likewise, we're publishing a lot on YouTube. So, um, you know, and if you're into YouTube, obviously, if you're watching it on YouTube, like, subscribe, press the little bell button, that sort of stuff. Uh, and you'll be notified of our new content. But with that, yeah, we want to thank our newest one is Jonathan. He's Ooh. just joined a couple of days ago, I think, on the weekend. Um, but otherwise, there's Gilthos, Cameron, Elliot, on you others, Josh, sorry. Yeah, Chris, Harrison, yeah. Josh is there. <laughs> Gilthos, uh, Julian Diesel, Cameron, Richard, William, Robert, Sniff Putts, Cuddlesworth. I don't know. Is that the same name? Okay. No. Is that right these days? No. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> McAllister, Bobby Gurkin, uh. Gumwich, Sean Ritchie, Todd, and Chapstick, yeah. a.k.a. the uh, OG. Jared, I think that um, Sniff Sniff Spits now is just changing every every episode. Must be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to find that one out. That's all good. <laughs> now, these guys are helping us, uh, yeah, just go yes. a little way with Thank the cost you. of running the podcast. Yep. So Thank you very much. Uh, with that, though, we'll get on to some, some news because we actually have 
news, Ooh. amazingly. Got news? I just realized. Got news this week. Yeah, well, it's so long. We got an article. <laughs> well, it wasn't an article, it's a pre release article, but I, yeah. I figure uh, it's probably worth running through. And I just realized I set up the screen share for something else. Um, so I might, I might stop that and I'll just share, just I've got it up here for people who are watching on YouTube, otherwise we'll talk through it. But basically it's from this, was it this morning this came out? Just basically Warhammer I Community so, yeah. coming out this weekend type yep. thing. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's yeah. bring this up. Mm, here we go. Um, so we've got, not that, that's the uh, yeah. Age of Darkness. Let's scroll do that. Do the old Warhammer, the old I world. This right is uh, quite time. I remember six months ago, you would go through all those bits and pieces, you know, just oh, very true. Just... Because we had <laughs> back in the day. To talk about. I actually do like, I mean, I wouldn't get those because I haven't even played my other ones, but yeah, they do look cool, but that's for another time. I haven't even played a hot, game. Hot rock, hasn't it? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we've got enough to talk about these. So, so I guess we have to unfortunately skip some of that. That'll be on our sister podcast, which is on a different <laughs> channel. Um, <laughs> the so yeah, this has actually surprised me because I uh, so anyway, the uh, start off basically this week we're going to have a bunch of uh, I guess wave two of Tomb Kings and Bretonians, um, and they've started splitting up the box basically into all the stuff you can get, which is cool. Good timely one because I I'll talk about it in hobby, but. I started painting my bone dragon and then I decided I'm, I'll probably want to grab a second one because I can't be bothered, you know, try, you can't really magnetize. It's going to be too annoying. Yeah. Um, but then I was going, oh, does that mean I have to buy a box? Yeah, because if it was going to be six months, I might as well buy a box and try and sell off all the other bits. But then bang, yeah. this came out. So I think they could timing. have designed it to be magnetizable if they had so oh, easy. wanted. Easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Easy. Of course. I mean, there's ve there's not a whole lot that's slightly different. Um, yeah. it's I mean, just there is a little bit. It's, it's, the, it's not really. the out a bit, but yeah, yeah it's just yeah. A bit yeah. annoying. Bit of a shame. Um, What's what the price in Australia? Oh, I don't know. It's actually probably not too bad. I think it's sitting that 120 mark. 120, I don't know if that's yeah, right. like GW price or. Yeah. Or, um, what's it called? Retail, I think. Because you know how people leak the US ones and they try and convert it and stuff? Yeah. Because yeah. I've heard yeah. um, the the older plastics are quite uh, reasonable. Um, yeah. Like the Knights, Knights of the Realm, et cetera. Hey? Yeah. I haven't like, seen six, the prices. I think they're going out for 60 Australian or something. Was it 60 Australian or US? Ah. Oh, I thought maybe. it was US, but it's for it 12 be, or it, something. It might be. Oh, okay, yeah, few. maybe. Was, maybe you're yeah, right. Maybe that box. is US. I'm getting confused. Yeah, That's pretty good, but still for yeah. – that would be 90, 90 odd, I'm guessing. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. 12, 12 knots. Yeah, that's probably right. Hey, yeah, no, you're probably right because isn't the Tomb Guard about 110, 120? That's 20 figures. Yeah. And then I would imagine then the new Knights on Foot would be around that price because there's 20 in there. Yeah, that's not too bad because your old boxes were like – 70 or 80 bucks for 10 I yeah. yeah yeah no i think so. um i don't yeah obviously these things are more expensive than when they were first out but the fact is yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, they're not ridiculous it's not like they're trying to get you for the age nah. of sigma sort of prices when you get six figures for heaps you know and i know there's right, yeah. yeah. but it's um yeah not too bad yeah so that's that's come out which is cool um 
I'm excited about this guy. Uh, I think he's a made to order, like uh, not made to order, but you know, he's one of the ones. Just, all these ones, I think, are the ones you get through Jump Direct, so you can't yeah. buy them through independent. Like I didn't see him on those lists that were leaked yeah. around um, the US prices. So I'm yep. assuming you've got to get him through Games Workshop. Um, like Has he? Forgeworld. It's Forgeworld Resin, isn't it? Yes. Well, did you see my video I posted today? Oh, um, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the BSB. Oh. Uh, so I got my Tomb Herald, which is the same sort of guy. Not hit yeah, oh, same. It's the right. Forge World resin, yeah. So I pulled him apart and did a quick video on him. But yes, nice. Forge World resin. Yep, it's oh, really so he good. Was yeah, he was Forge World too, right? 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite. Um, I was quite impressed with it. So this guy, I think, probably got better proportions and everything. So like, as in, yeah. I think he's a better mini. Um, but is yeah, that can't really complain with the other one either. Is he a special character? Yeah, so journal. I didn't realize that initially. Yes, but yes, he is. Yeah, he's. Yep. A, okay. I think you could still use him as like you know, like a herald or whatever as well, um, or even a tomb king if you wanted to. You know, tomb prince. Yep. Um, if you're not allowed to use special characters, so. Uh, and then he's got other ca- he's got other bonuses if he's taken with Setra as well and stuff like that. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, all the plastics. So I'd just be interested to see what they all come out with. I think they're going to be pretty. Um, like they're pretty pretty affordable for how many you get, even though they are yeah. the old. Just got to plug my stuff. fan back yeah. in. That's incredible. It's thirty six. Hmm. Um, thirty six Yeah. These wow. guys are coming out. I've already got this guy. I wouldn't bother with him. Um, I never got this guy. I think I've got a crappy version of it. I can't remember. Um, yeah. But and I never got him. But I've made my own Necrotex. So. That looks a bit ugly, so I'll probably yeah. His with him. face is like really. Yeah. What, what's going on with that? You get, you get heaps of whips with the chariot ones and stuff, anyway. So I've just made a bunch of. You just make them up yourself. Yeah. Um, and I don't need any of these guys, so that's all good. But yeah, I mean, it's good to see they're all out. So basically, I think most stuff is out as of Saturday. So then, well, at least pre-order, so people yeah. can actually flesh out both armies. I think. Well, actually, is that right with Brett? Let's have a look here. So you've got all the knights of the. Ram on foot. Um, the um, love... swarmy guys, by the way. The oh, they were out last. They were. Oh, out. they're already out. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mostly sold out, but yeah, they're already out. <laughs> I think every time I've gone to look, they're sold out. I don't know if they still are now. Like back when the, they first got released. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So these guys are finally making an appearance, which is cool. Yeah, finally. I was mm. wondering when they were going to pop up. Uh, am I getting? I was going to think about deep. getting a box yet, but I'm not doing my Bretts mm. for ages. I, what I might see if people split them a bit, because I wouldn't mind just getting a couple just to have a go at painting them, because I just want to see what yeah. they're like, um, just for fun. Mm. I wonder how they rank up. The they look like they sort of <laughs> reach over their bases. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the old yeah. problem. Yeah. It's like let's increase yeah, the ads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be back to the same problem. Uh, but yeah. Yes. But anyway. Um, I think people are going to get this purely for, like if you're starting a Bretonian army, even if you're not going to use a lot of these guys, you're going to get them for all the bits to yeah. to whack on your knights and stuff yeah. as well. So I think yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to get sold out pretty quick, I think. That's a very good point, actually. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good bits on there. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, the, people the old six-head for... pack, it looks pretty aged now, especially when you scroll yeah. down, look at how plain they are compared to. Yeah, these ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, very good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if you add that in, um, it, you know. But the problem is that's that's where the bits 
you know, you get them off eBay or split up, but, you know, they're probably going to get pricey in that as well. Collectors will get this guy, I guess. Um, but we'll see. He's caused so, much, so yeah. much controversy. <laughs> almost have to get him now and paint him up on the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, more, I'm probably of all the models here. I'm probably most likely to buy this one. <laughs> just, yeah, well, just and it would fit spite. your army more as well a bit, because uh, you have gone for the older please? style a bit more. Yeah, 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 probably for the older scale. Mm. Just ex- yeah. accentuate the fingers with some brilliant highlighting and that that nose, <laughs> yeah. everything that everyone's hating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then is this everything that was? Because, yeah, the questing knights, is everything yeah, out that you need now? Grail's already out, aren't they? Yeah, the yeah, Grail's are out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trebuchet made an appearance? Yeah, oh, that's before, wasn't that it? Must was that already? Yeah, that was already on? No, that yeah, was... I think that's... Oh, is that the skull? Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's the skull, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. weren't they already out? Were they already out? I don't know. I can't, I can't remember sure. seeing them. Because mm. if it is, then I mean, I they're going to have to bring it out. But... Anything else you'd need, really? Yeah. Let's mm. have a model this is for tempting, the um. Because I've never obviously got the green knights. Arms, tempting but... to... yeah. yeah, the yeah the green knight's a good model. Mm. Really good model. I'm assuming you've got him though. Yeah, I, I do. I actually have yeah. him in a box somewhere. Mm. But um, yeah, I've actually I've got a couple of his horses. One of the horses I've used for one of the lords. That I usually yeah. run. Ah, yeah. Um, and bizarrely, I'm painting up one of the um, the mounted damsel at the moment. This is that one, girl. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Painting up for the other for the, for the um, for uprising. I wish oh, they had awesome. that Robin Hood trio. That was so good. I love that. Oh, Bertrand the Brigand. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Huey Legrass and the Friar <laughs> Tuck Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> An old mate. I know. I can't believe I don't. <laughs> it was so good. So I saw, I, just as a rumor, I don't know if it's true at all, but somewhere, I think it was on Reddit or our Discord group, someone mentioned that there was a rumor that the Orc one goes for pre-order on the, something like the 6th of April, if that is a Saturday. So oh, yeah. um, but if that's the case, that's still like a whole month Sixth away. So I wonder April? if. Wow. Yeah. That's, so that might be totally they... wrong, but. It's, I'm just wondering if that's true because this has waited a month almost. Then they do this, and yeah. so would that would that be the same <clears throat> timeline from the first release to the second? As I in, like, uh, I don't know. I didn't actually bother to look. That's a good point. Not sure. It's hard to say because we only got we got ours later. So yeah, I don't no. know. Probably Seems longer. Like we got it the other day, but yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we got Feb ten, but it was released the twentieth. Was it? It's about a month. Probably been yeah. just over. Well, no, it'll be like five weeks, maybe, from pre-order to pre-order, maybe, like for the world. Mm. Yeah, for I mean. the world. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah about that. It is so. weird that they preview the orcs and goblins so early on. Really, like, yeah, yeah, it was a bizarre decision, in my opinion. Because mm. um, anyway, I think it all yeah, raises our expectations up, about the cadence of how quickly all this know, is going to be yeah. released. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like yeah. silence. <laughs> I'm sort of, well, I mean, still need to get an army that's based up really properly. So I don't, somehow I don't, sort of don't mind. But at the same time, if you're not one of the original armies, then I can imagine at some point you're like, come that's, on, where's my stuff? That's so, the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Like it's yeah. a huge barrier, really, especially if you don't actually have any minis. 
to actually start a, yeah. to pick up affection. And the longer they take, the more money they lose because everyone was buying them elsewhere. I mean, there's so much on yeah. eBay now, just flooding eBay. I mean, it's still expensive, but there's so many more old world stuff like when you search now than ever before. It's about like original models. Stuff in their attics. Yeah. 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 Some's reasonable. I have seen some pricing that's like, you know, not that bad. Well, I got but a yeah, still... Empire Griffin because, I mean, you can buy him still, the big Griffin. Uh, yep. But it works out to be like a hundred and something dollars, but he's out of stock at the moment. And I got, I just bid, there was one with like 10 crossbowers or something, which I don't really need, but um, for seven for $75, so I just put 80 on there and I got it for 79. So I was like, okay, that's, yeah, yeah. you know, nice. it's 20 something dollars less than buying it from Games Workshop. It's not even in Games Workshop. I don't technically need it yet, but I'm feeling when I start playing <laughs> my Empire, I probably will need something like yeah. Griffin. So. Probably that, will. Is that after your little conversation with ASP the other day? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I've got to make my little Griffins, the baby Griffins, which I already yeah. have, but I don't have the big one. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's uh, yeah, good pre-order coming up. So uh, for those who are buying stuff, get on that. The other one um, that we were going to talk about, and I'll um, try and bring it up here, is just we thought we'd touch on that news that people. The annoying thing is I can't just easily switch the screen. That is annoying. Have to like stop and start. And one problem with this thing. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry about that. Especially oh. listen, people listening, they're like, I can't see it anyway. Uh, yeah, basically wanted to just quickly cover the Total War <laughs> sad news, well, sort of, uh, that was last week. I don't know if it's sad, I don't know if it's unexpected or not, but basically there's a Warcom article on new reinforcements for Cathay and Kislev, uh, but they do a little asterisk around Total yeah. War, you go right down the bottom. I'm not sure if it's sad, and... it's more like just a random kick in the shins. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's the same. Out. It's the same. Whoever wrote this also wrote that one about the legacy factions, didn't they? And I they went they like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like no need to do it, but just still punched you in the head anyway. Like, you know, um, yeah, they wrote fans of Warhammer the Old World should note that there aren't any current plans to bring Kislev or Grand Cathay to the tabletop for the foreseeable future. Well, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. is there anything wrong with us thinking they are like does that hurt their business in any way <laughs> it doesn't and then no not at what all what do they think this what does does this do they think this goes oh this is cool then i'll go spend more money on my orcs i, I don't think that's how it works oh, yeah yeah so i mean that's... people that are holding out for it know it's going to be a long time before it, it comes out so you know yeah. We're, yeah. we're more we're not waiting for it and not buying other minis no it's no. ridiculous yeah i just mm. It just feels like that's what it is. Yeah, it it <laughs> yeah. feels like they they say stuff without think saying. Oh, we'll just wait to see how everything t- pans out. Like because they they'll build. They'll, surely they'll release things if it's going to sell. You know, if this goes oh, rocket yeah. ship, then they will do yeah, things. Yeah. But sure. um, so why even just don't mention it? I don't, yeah. I don't know why you have to mention it in the negative. I just like. That's weird. Well, yeah, maybe anyway. they're just getting heaps of emails and it's just... They might. Yes, it's all emails. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I, I saw it posted the other day. They did release an article really early on, back in 2020, you know, outlining mm. the initial planning stages of the Kislev faction. You know, they were yeah. clear yeah. they were making I guess, one. Is that, I mean, we could go back yeah. and look at that, but was that like totally, definitely 
said that it was old world or it was more just like he's been working on in the old world as in like stuff that and eventually just went I think on. it was strongly I was implied. <laughs> I think yeah. they were saying it was, it was going to be part of the old world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, I, I vaguely remember. I didn't go back and look at the particulars and things change and that's cool. And that, that's a good thing about this. Change. It can change again. It, like, yeah. They'd be stupid if it all comes out and it runs well. I just can't imagine that they couldn't sell. Like if they brought two new oh, plastic yeah. armies out, they would sell like hotcakes. Yeah, they would. And it would further split their whole AOS old world crap that they seem to be so like worried about as well. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Like we'll see, I mean, it's sad, but we would forget about, well, I shouldn't say this, but maybe we wouldn't, but like, you know what I mean? Like some of the legacy factions, you'd be more accommodating not having them if there was new armies coming out. Yeah. I think it's just coming down to, you know, like, like some of those videos and articles about, the GW bosses and the way that their thought mentality, like, mm. I don't know. They've, I swear they've got something against fantasy. I don't know what it is. They're just, you know, they're all just like 40K fanboys and it's like they just want to protect that, um, you know, it's just, yeah. but, oh, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, we'll see what happens in the future. Why. Yeah. 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 But anyway, just it just feels very weird that I have to put, little mentions in an article that wasn't even in the old world section <laughs> just like, yeah yeah uh, stick it to them but anyway yeah. is what it is yeah. anyway that was our um what was our news i guess was there any mm. i don't think that was it that, that was probably it do you want to get on to some um some hobby time yeah done some hobby yeah let's do some hobby shall we i've done uh, a little bit oh, yeah you can go first did you find a gun Oh, okay. Well, mine's going to be probably the quickest again. Um, so as everybody knew, um, I got 200 and something odd bases printed up through, oh, yeah. is it F, F, FDM, is it? Is that the style yeah, of printing? Yeah, it was an FDM printer. Yeah, FDM printing. Wasn't it? Um, yeah, and I was having some dramas um, as I was talking about last week with um, prepping them for painting because uh, it was cobblestone and with the printer as it's obviously finished on the top of the cobblestone and moved on to the next layer of the next cobblestone, it's left like a little thread of filament. Yeah. Um, so I was sanding these back and um, it took quite a while on 200 odd bases. I'm trying to sand all this stuff off and some brilliant minds. So thank you to the guys so who good. responded on YouTube. <laughs> told me that you can use a little cheat method, which I've started doing. Um, and it worked a treat. It was either use a heat gun, which would work. I just didn't have one. Um, but I ended up buying a little jet lighter, like a um, uh, like a little butane torch. Oh, you know, yeah. A little hobby. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I got one. one of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little one. And just cooked the top. And it sort of, it's yeah, it took them off a treat. Um, so it worked really well. Uh, and then I've painted all of mine today or primed all of my bases today. But, but uh, I'll see if you guys can work this out. I put them on um, a big cardboard um, box, basically, that I cut open. Mm -hmm. And I sprayed them all, then left them out in the sun and then sprayed them all. Then I came back oh. at the end of the day and picked them all up. Guess what happened? So that warp or something got soft. Yeah. 
Is that the re- is that the UV? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you can see that, but it's kind of yeah, horseshoe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, massively. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, yeah. Is that the UV or is that the paint on top of the? No, nah, no, nah, that that would have been from the. So that's my rule book. So you can see it's. Mm. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, yeah. that yeah, that's happened. Okay. I'm I'm guessing the cardboard okay. box wasn't quite flat, and the sun because it sat out has yeah. it's sort of molded to the cardboard box. Mm, um. Mm. So now I'm gonna have to wait for another hot day because it's bloody hot today. Away from yeah, another hot like day. Squash it back down. <laughs> yeah, I need to find or get a hairdryer and get yeah. something that's actual flat and then just yeah. maybe just dip it in boiling so, water or something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll come up with something, but yeah, that's so a is full... that that's the so big I didn't one, think the MDF like could how? warp like that. Man. Like, yeah, I, I knew well. I knew the resin did, resin's and Torah, especially if it's not fully cured, it just does that all the yeah. time and it's really annoying. So it's more like, heat. Oh, your plastic would be yeah, okay. the heat. Yeah. 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 Nah. So I'm going to have to be careful storing them as well, I realize, because if I don't store them on a flat surface in my shed and it heats up like anything like it does in there, mm. they're, they're all just going to warp again. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's so not the only thing that warps, like the bloody. Games Workshop Dragon yeah. base. Yeah, out I saw of the all box them. Was the way warped, ones. so I just put that in. My, I already bought some new ones, just three D printed. Not whatever they are, FTM ones, I guess as well. We have yeah. <laughs> that was perfectly straight. So the Games Workshop ones just not in the bin, but I'm, I'm gonna have to like, like, yeah, hair dry it or hot water it and just leave it under yeah. some books. Mm. I'll be able to sort them out. It's just, it's just annoying, and it's only really the big ones, so it's not that bad. Yeah, I was gonna say it's... like how that wouldn't. Wouldn't have made a difference on the little one. No, nah, the 25s, 25s were fine. Nah, yeah. it's just them and the chariot 100 by 50s. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. I'll sort yeah. them out. That's only, I think, eight, seven or eight odd bases. So, yeah, that's not bad. Because that's mm. one of the good things about the MDF uh, movement trays, isn't it? Is they, they really, uh, they don't really walk. <laughs> they're very reliable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're good. Yeah. So, Who's up next? Um, I we might, I guess. Because yeah. Um, yeah, it's up to a few things. Probably the the biggest undertaking was was getting the these peg knights sort of up in the air. Um, I spent a bit of time because I've done I did sort of most of the first one last week I think um, just on some ruins, um, and then I've actually was yeah trying to plan a second unit. Um, uh, with a bit more of a naturalistic sort of uh, approach where I'm actually, I love building fences, guys. <laughs> oh, no, is that matchsticks fences again? Yeah. 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 So I've got, I built, I built a little tree out of some wire, um, put some bark compound on it, and then I've got some little fences going. And then, yeah, I'm thinking of building like a little scene of maybe like a fox, like scat with some, rabbits sort of scattering away from the fox or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, just, oh, that's good, man. Just something to catch the eye. Uh, yeah. True so, artist, Josh. He's a true artist. <laughs> so is this just on your second unit of peg knights or have you done another second unit? Because you'd had the you've already got peg knights, don't you? And then you did a second uh, unit for your game. So this would be the third unit then? Because, oh, because so yeah, I'm is. doing okay. I'm doing two new units yeah, for okay. the old world because the, gotcha. because yeah. because the bases are done for the first the very first unit for six ed, uh, forty oh, by forty, yeah. 
And gotcha. So you're not changing them. You're just doing some. Yeah, oh, I'm just, cool. okay. you're just doing the old world. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because yep. because it was just the way I'd done those bases. They're very unstable if they're not in the movement tray, and then it was just mm -hmm. too much of a headache to to not do that. And so yeah, I'm just like, oh look, I'll just do a whole bunch, a whole bunch of new ones. Yeah. That's so yeah. That's where I ended up. Um, but it wasn't so, that hard to do. I just. I sort of used the printed off more Pegasuses and then just had to scrounge around for some more riders. So I, normally I try to use like the fifth ed like questing knights or knights of the realm on them because I think they're really dynamic. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And the reason I go for that over the six ed peg knights because I could use them is I don't know. I'm not I'm not that impressed with the dynamism of those Pegasuses. They look very. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you guys think, but they look very static. The way they're sort of sit, sitting there, just maybe it's just the angle they sit with the um flying sand. Um, yeah. But yeah, essentially, I've got I've now based them up. So I've got one right sitting on top of the tree, um, with a big sort of maybe one and a half mil rod base, sort of sitting, giving a bit more stability. Then I've got one off to the side over the fence, and I've got one at the front like right down near the fence um but <laughs> it's just like i like having different gotta get some screenshots of this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. maybe i'll maybe i'll show it off on the on a hobby section at some point if i do <laughs> if i do a, a stream um but then i made sure it was also compatible with having them in a line versus in a, in a lance formation because i'm still not sure how i'm gonna use peg knights really in the old world how often they'll be in lance formation or not yet i feel like i'm probably going to start off with them in skirmishes um yeah yeah and then and then if i've charged something and then i'm if i have a chance to reform i might go into lance formation then you know and if i'm going to do a follow-up shot yeah. or something like that that's probably not how, use but how, big, how big are your units that you'd be running three i think Three. Yeah, I'd like to run okay. four, but I don't think I have enough space to run like in the you know yeah. list to run units of four. To be quite honest, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm not sure if I'll always run two units, or maybe I'll just run one. I think it also depends on the other list I'm running. But yeah, I think it'd be good to have two yeah. built at least so that I can I, I can do so. that. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, and then yeah, otherwise I have been focusing a little bit more on uprising coming up as well. So. I'm actually running three level two damsels in Uprising. So I've got to paint cool. up And that just one. say, so, yeah. if people jump in late, that's uh, still a six-ed tawny, hey? Yeah, so a six-ed tournament. Yep. Um, when is good. that? Yep. In three... Ooh, just under three weeks now. I think it's 16th of March. So... Oh, that's Oof. close. Got to get, gotta get, yeah. gotta get mm. onto that. <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah, I'm starting, starting to paint up her, and I might paint up a new lord for that unit, for that, for the... um. I was well because I had this old lord, yeah, that I mentioned before that's on the um the green knight that I've had, but um, but I've actually got a one of the fifth ed sort of grail knight sort of heroes guys holding there's a guy holding like a two handed sword around his head, with, oh, yeah, yeah. his helmet open, um, yeah, and I quite like him, so I think I might try it if I can get him painted up with some nice looking biting, I think I might take him as well. Um, so, so yes, yeah, sweet. just starting to work on that a bit. And then uh, trying to be doing a little bit of printing, but I've had some finally relented with my my FEP film. So I was printing, trying to print off some Chaos Furies for my for the slow grow because I'm just going to keep doing that. Um, and then I had like a whole bunch, probably half the, the print failed. Um, so they just hadn't adhered very well. And I've been having a few, I think I've been having more fails lately than... I normally have and 
they've actually had this dent in the FEP film that it's been bugging me for like three or four months because you shouldn't really have any dents in the film because mm. if you have a dent in the film that can tear you can get a leak and you can get resin all through the printer and it's destroyed so it's a bit <laughs> right. of a risky game, Not a good idea. <laughs> just continuing to print stuff off an FEP because it's basically what happened I think it was I was printing off some bases one of the bases detached fell into the into the um into the vat don't think I realized it was in there and I started another print and then it just got squished into the the film and that's how I oh, ended up with the dent like pushes yeah 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 so that's how you end up with dents it's, it's, it's the plate that's pushed something into the 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 film that's not attached to the plate as such um yeah but I continued to print and it was fine and it's been okay for, for ages. Like I have just haven't had time to worry about changing the film because it takes about oh you gotta you gotta it takes about 40, 40 minutes or half an hour maybe or something. I don't know. Mm. Just, I just hasn't been low on my priority list. But I finally go around to doing <laughs> it because I've been sick of these fails. And so after a while the the film does sort of get a bit tired, doesn't adhere, doesn't release nicely and it gets really cloudy. So um, you buy probably got around to doing that. Do? Yeah, yeah. You buy sort of packs of five. Okay. They're just like clear plastic sheets, you know, with a thing each side. You got to make sure you take off both sides because if you don't take yeah. off one side, it just doesn't work. As I found out the very <laughs> first time I changed the sheet. Classic. <laughs> 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 is it really hard to see? There's even a film thing on it. Like, is it like one side? Like, is, is it yeah, clear? Well, yeah. Well, his, yeah. So this is the thing. So the packs I got, one side is a nice dark blue color on the cover. So you take that one off. Mm. The other side is clear. Yeah. And the central bit is always yeah. clear. So you take off yeah. one, you think that's all, but there's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a clear Another sheet. Clear. That's, it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> setting, <laughs> setting you up to fail. Yeah. <laughs> like you Somebody's couldn't have laughing both sides there. blue? Like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, anyway, I finally go around doing that. So, yeah, so because my printer, it's really on its last legs, really. Like, I like there's <laughs> there's two there's two screws that's designed to hold the bill plate in position. One of those screws doesn't work anymore. Like, I've tried to replace it, it still doesn't bite. So, I really, I've only got one side of the ball thing that that holds the bill plate level. Um, and then the it's two screws weird. that hold the vat, vat down. Um, I've, I think, I don't know, the screws have eventually, one side has completely lost all its thread to the point that I've had to put some of the, you know, those plumbing's, um, th mm. like tape you can put around thread yeah, if you're starting yeah, to yeah. lose it. Yeah, yeah. I've had to put yeah. that around one of them, um, because <laughs> it's just, otherwise it would just come out. Guys. Uh, it still works though. Yeah, it still works. Run. I'm not going to yeah, throw it out yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I was getting tempted today. I, was, I started going back to my Amazon wish uh, shopping basket, not shopping basket, what's it called? Like a list that I remember that one I sent last year, well, maybe the year before now, which is like, I should buy this for Christmas. And it had like the whole everything I needed. I don't know if you remember that, yeah. Josh. I think I sent it to you. Um, I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I should get into it. But like you said, it's a whole hobby in itself. It yeah. is. Uh, oh, it really is. It opens up so many well, doors, but yeah. Yeah, I know. What did it set you back for a decent printer? Um, couple, I mean, it's not that expensive. No, not oh, at all. No, no. I not think everything more. I looked at was like about a grand, you know. Oh. Um, well, yeah, the Mars 3 I got, I think it was like 400 bucks, you know. Mm. That's all it was. Yeah, right. I mean, when to get Actually, all the other one I was looking at was like 700. But then how much is that UV? Because like you don't need everything, but it's good to have it, isn't it? Like the UV, the 
thing, like that. What do you call it? Like oh, the, the wash and cure. You know? Wash and cure. Yeah. I don't have one of those like stuff. You don't? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I just use the sun. And then if yeah, I get like four I mean, cloudy days in a row, I get frustrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So anyway, um, maybe I'll have to have a bit of a, maybe we can go, uh, we should go halves, Andrew, and start a 3D printing machine. I think, yeah, the 700 dollars <laughs> would be like the slightly bigger ones. Like the one I got was just the Mars 3, which is quite a small plate, you know? But yeah, yeah. I think if I went again, I would get a bigger I was, one. So I was listening to Mountain, so it's off, off, sort of off topic, but it's not 3D printing. Um, the Mountain Miniatures guy, um, he was talking about a new machine that they've got that does 12K, but to print bases, he said, yep, you obviously don't need it in 12K. And he said some of the designs are actually so the, the printer is so accurate that if there's any issues in the design. So in this case, the designs of the bases had all like the, you know, the, the texture on the top, but there was like a slight gap between the texture in areas and the actual base, like because it, oh, like yeah, when you yeah, zoomed yeah. right in, it wasn't actually connected. And then so this, this printer was not connecting them, even though it was like <laughs> miniature. So the whole thing would just slip off the whole top of the base. Yeah, to all the designs. It's getting yeah. so accurate now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, the thing is 12K, so I think as we've discussed in the past, like for me, that number doesn't, tell me yeah yeah the but in this case exactly yeah but in this one it was a good one i can't remember what it was but yeah you're right it's the yeah. size of the thing versus the 12k but yeah yeah, oh, yeah. um yeah anyway so the now the other thing is more old world related is i'm starting to try to think can i make a dark elf cult of slanesh themed list out of the the legacy armies only because i saw yeah. that you can take um, Chaos like allies. as allies, as mm. uneasy allies. Yeah, okay. And suddenly it's like opens yeah. the window there. I'm like, but mm. I wrangle something out of that, you know, because there's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's all the, the spawn and, um, you know, Chaos, like Chaos Trolls and, and things like that and Chaos Furies you could get in there. Um, I think it's, I think it's doable. Like, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all you need is an exalted, you know, I think it's an aspiring champ. And maybe some chaos knights yeah. or something, and then you could yeah add in some other chaosy dudes out of that. Because um, I don't think you can have an exalted champ unless it's a thousand points or something. So if you had five hundred point ally, mm, like this contingent, yeah, yeah, yeah a little contingent. Yeah. Um, I think I could possibly wrangle that. You know, like I'm not yeah. sure I'd be able to use it very often because I mean I would imagine that any sort of organized play would probably be like no allies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, doing that initially. Um, yeah, but but I feel like even if I couldn't run it, I still think there might be scope that I could still apply the guys mm. I painted to the old world. I think I think I might still mm. do it. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, obviously friendly games and stuff. I'm sure you could come up with something where you know you just have some of these units from different things. Even tournaments, if it's it. not, if <laughs> if you talk to the TO and. You know, the list isn't just some stupid overpowered, you know. Yeah, you're not doing it for... Yeah. yeah. yeah there's a true, theme yeah. behind it. Yeah. yeah there's a, there's and a theme it's semi-competitive, but it's not, yeah, it's a lot stupid. Yeah. 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 Arguably, probably underpowered because a lot of the K-Knight stuff, I'd be like, no, I'm not taking I'm not taking the, you know, the, yeah. the big cauldron or, you know, anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially if it's uneasy, uneasy allies. Yeah, yeah it's an uneasy ally, which I think means it's not too, it's not as bad as suspicious, isn't it? Because I think yeah. I was reading today, it's like 
suspicious. I think you lose it's a leadership debuff if you're within six inches of them or something, which is oh, like, right. yeah, yeah. Well, the other one you just can't um, use the inspiring presence, is it? I don't think. Well, I was reading that. Oh, you can't. You can't do it in general. Oh. But with the uneasy one, you can't target uh, uneasy allies with buff spells and that kind of no. thing. They're not considered friendly <clears throat> models for that in that regard. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've read it once that bit, but hasn't gone in. Like, I haven't, I haven't gone back to it because I haven't even thought about allies yet. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not sure. I'm only thinking about that it should... because it's a ridiculous. Yeah, because of this, um, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous thing. I'm well, when to we do the dark elf uh, review, we should you should help do that. Like, we should do that one with you, but then we can at the end of it, like, try plug it in, see how it would work. It'd be cool. Yeah, mm. I mean, that's the only bit that, that I'd be. be cool. <laughs> I have some degree. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't closely looked at the dark elf list otherwise. <laughs> I'm not sure how it go. Ah. Yeah, it'll be fun. All good. I'll totally do that. Cool. Um, hey, that's it. It's on to me then, is it? Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. I didn't get as much done last week as I had got got busy a couple of nights, so I definitely that slow grow thing I was going to get to didn't get to it, and then. Oh, yeah, the orcs? It wasn't going to happen. Was that when, yeah. when did the Asogo, the first round happen? Has it already happened or is it happening? Yeah, last Sunday. And they had oh. the, like, they had a massive, I think they had 40, did they say there was 40 something people there or something? Yeah, was, oh, they yeah, said there was, was like a lot. Massive, yeah. It's oh like a massive God. turnout. Um, obviously, not just everyone playing Old World, but obviously that would have been a massive percentage of it. So oh, that was 40 in total lot of people that back. came to Legions. Yeah, and I think some Legions oh, Club some okay. meets haven't been, you know, that many, you know, like, you know, I went there to pick something up once and there was, oh, there was like maybe 15 people there or something. Yeah. It sounds like it's getting back to just on that first one was back. And there was a lot of people like me who then commented, oh, sorry, I couldn't make it, you know. So um, if everyone turned up who was actually used to turn up as well, it would get pretty big. Yeah, it would. Which is pretty cool. Oh, I didn't realize things had changed in that regard. Because, mm. yeah, I must have so. been there during its heyday. Yeah, yeah, well, it was very busy usually, so it went down a bit, but mm. yeah, anyway, so that's cool. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't get my uh orcs done, so I'll just keep plugging away. Now, I'll probably, I don't know, I can't remember what the if it goes to 750 or I don't know, I have to look what it does. No, because it's 600 was the first one, so I think it goes up to like 900 or something, I can't remember what it was. Um, it's a decent so jump. I still can't it's put the wide jump, in, yeah. so I'll just add some other stuff. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, I'll have to have a look. It's a significantly um, bigger jump than the one I run, which is 200 but, points every five weeks <laughs> rather than 300 yeah, a month. I might probably tailor wrong because I haven't really followed along. I wasn't going to do it initially, but I'm just using it obviously as an excuse to try and move forward with the orcs. But um, well, that's all it I is, did it? get the dragon yeah. started for my... Tomb Kings and mostly done. He's mostly, the dragon part is mostly done. Just got highlights and stuff to go on him. Um, and some more pigment and stuff on the bases. But he's he sort of good, good enough now where I can, like doing the howder part now and all that. And now that I've done the Herald BSB, I'll probably undercoat him as well and I'll just do it all together so it's similar. So I'll probably, I mean, I'm not going to have him done. If we play this Thursday or whatever, Andrew, I wouldn't have him done by then, but at least the dragon's done. So he's, if I do yeah, yeah. him, he's, he's on there. Um, if you bring him, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it was, yeah, no, the paint, I think the paint job's turning out. Like, I don't mind that sort of dirty, bony colour. It came out pretty good, yeah, I think. So looks good. Um, yeah, and I think there's pictures somewhere. If people want them, I'll put them on the show notes or whatever. But... Yeah, so that's about the only painting. I'm trying to think if I did anything else. I don't think I did. 
So that was probably my week, just spending some time on him. He was fun. So that's why I was thinking I would get a second one because he's actually not that – he takes time, but it's not like, you know, it's not very complicated, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it would be that bad to just plant up another one. So No. And then have both. Actually, I want to do a mod though. I've seen some pretty cool conversions with the leech guy. Um putting him like on a, you know, like the flying stand and using that, you know how that sand stuff's coming out? You know how he's got that sand shooting out that bird? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. the howder, people convert yeah. it so he sort of looks like he's flying on the sand sort of things and then they put him oh. on a flying stand and then he can come and leech with like the, um, you know, the, the fly dunes or whatever. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he's yeah. flying around. That would be yeah. awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, so I might do that. I'll use him for that, but obviously I'll have a double and put it, put the proper one on the bone dragon as well. So, yeah. yeah. So run them both ways potentially. Uh, mm. But that's about it. Yeah, cool. That was my hobby. And then obviously switching all this tech over. So we can get on to our main topic 40-something minutes in. Yeah. Like we usually do. Yep. Cool. I'll open the, uh, I'll open the book. The Bible. Well, let's. Let us go. We're and we actually had some up. some old world news to cover this time, so you know it wasn't True. entirely forty five minutes of waffle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, the pitch battles up here while we go through them. Um, now, but am I remembering this correct or wrong that the pitch battle was a scenario, and now these are all called pitch battle, and it's called open battle? Is that was pitch battle? Yeah, that's a, what I thought. I thought In pitch eighth? battle was the direct, yeah, the yeah, just yeah. standard. Open they're all, battle. yeah. So that's cool. So it's not just me. Okay, cool. So yeah, so right. pitch battle. They're all pitch battles, but you have the six. So yeah, we'll just run through this. And I thought um, we were thinking about them from a point of view of obviously, you know, how they're a bit different to eighth or six or whatever. What's new about them? But also um, for the ones that are different or whatever, like maybe just have a bit of a think about if there's anything that particular builds or just things that pop up around them, you know, um, and then at the end we can mm. have a talk about, you know, do we, do we like them? Do we not? Do they, you know, did they miss anything or that sort of stuff. So are we going to do two each, just run through what they are, but then we all have a chat about what they want. So does someone want to hold the open battles pretty much standard start there? Hey, so do you want to do that one, Andrew? Or you want me to cover sure, that? Sure. Sure. I'll do, I'll do the easy ones. Um, so yeah, open battle. Um, so as everyone can see, this is like your standard old school pitch battle. Um, so coming in, um, obviously your two deployment zones across the complete long edge of, um, your board slash map, um, and your deployment zones are going to be 12 inches up, um, each side. And then there's going to be a 24 inch gap between you and your opponent. Um, so yeah, uh, the terrain setup is just going to be a standard um, deployment. Uh, so once the battlefield's been set up, um, the winner of the roll-off chooses who's going to deploy first. Um, and then obviously you just do the alternating method. Um, and then obviously whoever's finished deploying gets plus one of their roll. You have a roll-off and whoever wins has to go on the first turn. Mm. So um, this is, we did cover this last week, didn't we, where yeah. all of them are like this, but yet at the beginning of this chapter they mm, say yeah. it. So it's just you found that out, Josh. You're the one, wasn't it? That yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. 
documented wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah, essentially. Yes. So that's yeah. catching up. It actually does say if you don't yeah. read the scenario and you just read the setting up part, um, which is called the first turn, it says how to determine which player takes the first turn is detailed in each scenario. In most cases, the winner of a roll-off chooses who takes the first turn. I don't think there's any scenario that that's the case. So that was uh, just a typo. Maybe there was one. Yeah, I thought there was one. It might Maybe be not. One. Yeah. Just a, just a point, I guess, to clarify, uh, you know, that might come up in tournaments if people are reading the wrong section or, you know, depending yeah. on which way the TO wants to do it, you know. <clears throat> I don't, yeah, it's, obviously the the fixed game, um, you think you're just going to be seeing that very well. It's just your standard six turns. The yeah. random game length, I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm assuming you guys probably get a similar feeling um, with that. I just, I mean, I'm not against a random number. I feel like because um, it's starting at the fifth round. So really the only time it can get shorter is if it ends on the sixth. Is that right? Or would you always end up doing the, add the round number to dice? Well, five or six on the fifth round, isn't it? Because you add add the round number to the dice roll. And if it's yeah. like starting more, at the end of the fifth so round. On the five up, the essentially. End. Yeah. At the round number dice, I always tell them all. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you'll always get five turns in, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah so no. really the shortest will only ever be a five, but then it could keep going. Yeah. Um, if you're real lucky, I feel like you get to the, seven or eight turns, which... Yeah, and that's why I think... <laughs> get a bit, bit long in the tooth. It's already yeah. long enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what I'm getting at. It's like sometimes maybe it would have been a little bit more strategical if it was like, no, nah, it could end on turn four or five, like, you know, like something very quick. So therefore, um, yeah. you, you know, you don't know. And that's the only bit. Whereas this, geez, a hard time it's decided it? by five. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. For you want that though? Like it would be so weird if you played four to turn four and it was just getting interesting and then the dice of the game ends, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, potentially, but if you knew you know it I mean? could end on a four, would you? Would that change things? You know, you got to push harder just in case uh, it does. That type just in case of it That's does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't mind a bit of randomness, but yeah, it's you just don't want it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think this would really make much difference because worst yeah, case, yeah. it's turn six, it'll, and nothing's much happening seven and eight because it's all wrapped up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think you'll it's, see it, Andrew. Like you said, most people nah. get fixed. I think. Um, so yeah, scenario special rules is nothing, um, and the victory conditions. So everyone should know these is uh, you do your normal victory points for your units. Um, the one thing that has changed, it seems like, um, is victory, so, I can jump over to that quickly if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just to refresh everybody because um, we're going to be hitting these because um, I think most have got these. Well, about half have got these victory conditions, or you add that to other other circumstances. Um, so yeah, any enemy that is fleeing at the end of the battle, um, it's 50%. Um, and then each enemy unit that's been reduced to less than 25 of its starting unit strength is worth 25%. I thought that used to be 50%, but maybe yeah. it's not. It, yeah. yeah, probably. And I thought it, it was yeah, less than 50%, you get 50% of it, wasn't it? Something like that. So like oh. much more generous than this, which is... Yeah. Well, some, yeah, a lot more generous. Of, yeah. So it's kind of 25%. It, it kind was of, it fleeing it, was 50 as well? What was yeah. fleeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fled. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you've lost points. Um, mm. You've lost victory points if they're not down below that 25, yeah. basically. Yeah. But if yeah. somebody rallies and then they got like one or two models from a big unit, it'd be a bit of a kick in the guts only getting 25%. Yeah, a quarter mm. of it. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon this is read a bit? I think they could have written this better because uh, for each enemy unit that's been destroyed or fled, you get 100. Off the battlefield. Yep. So that's fine. Yeah. But these two can be you could have both of these in one unit. You could be Yeah, you could. You could be fleeing, but also below twenty five percent. Yeah. So I think that was intended, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Was so it? Does it make a difference though? <laughs> like it's just because you just take fifty percent, is that right? Does yeah, fifty percent. Oh well What does I it? it? I thought it was cumulative. Oh, Isn't okay. It? Well, in that case, it's written it? correctly then. I don't That's know. Like, I wasn't sure about I read it. Like, <laughs> if they reduce those rules was written, what? They, you would get, yeah, you would get 25% of that and you would get 50% of this guy. Is that right? Yeah. Is that not how, how you would do it? I just, do you not think rules is intended? I felt it was like not that yeah. way, but maybe. Um, yeah. Oh, there we go. So, like, like, so we are. There is some weirdness there. There is, is weirdness. Yeah. Is. Cool. Yeah, okay. yeah we've ended that up on different weird. sides of the fence. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing with either. I no, just no thought idea, yeah. when I read it was probably what Gomo was saying. Well, like, that's that how I read it. Well, sorry, I read it initially that it was like, yeah, you're sort of stepping down, going they're either yeah. dead, you get a hundred. They're fleeing, you get fifty. If they're less oh, than twenty-five, you get this. But I was like, but well, hang on, what happens if you're fleeing and you're you yeah, yeah. twenty-five? Yeah, yeah. So, 100%. Hmm, it might be that. Maybe that's why they've done the less victory point. Hmm. Um, so this is the thing. Like, so without changing the subject too much, I was excited about this topic because it feels like the only time I've heard people talk about it is sort of like, oh, the scenarios are a bit boring and there's nothing much. Yeah, yeah. But then maybe there is these little things in it that yeah. everyone's just skipped over. So Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, mm, good. it's good to go through it with a fine tooth comb. Mm. The other mm. one, just while so, we're before we jump on the mm. other one, sorry, the game length one, the conceding part, was this documented like this before like if one player concedes the game ends and victory goes to the opponent who is awarded all the available victory points like could that affect tournaments because you know a lot of times sometimes people do concede and then they work out what it was and then they go 10 like you know it's oh. 10 10 or i think that's up to your opponent like you can agree yeah. to a score but yeah okay. most of the time if somebody's like yeah man Shakes your hand, sort of thing. You've got it. Yeah, you do take that's everything. Been a, so 20 nil. Yeah, 20, yeah. 20 nil. Yeah. 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 So the that's past... not much different, technically. Yeah. Not sure how often okay. you've conceded going, but in the various tournaments that I've conceded in, yes, it's been 20 nil. <laughs> it's like, oh. It's, I think it's more like they've conceded, but we've talked through, oh, yeah, you'd get this and this by turn five and six. You know, like when you're racing near the end and you're oh, not yeah. Really but it's, it, so th- it's not really conceding, I guess. What they're addressing. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Cool. So yeah, keep going, Andrew. How, so how do you? Is, oh, yeah. no. I just oh. want to kind of touch back on the dead or fled thing. Not being mm-hmm. able to get many points out of a unit that's you know you've taken off a huge chunk out of you know even yeah. to get to twenty five percent or less. Does that affect how you how we approach the game? Do you think like you're rewarded a lot more for having people fleeing, essentially? Yeah. Um, well, I wonder if this ties into hopefully a video we get out this week on how to combat the unkillable monsters because yeah, if 
I've got a big hoard unit which he can't chew through enough and he can't get it below 25%, then he gets nothing for that unit. Yeah. Or if you've got a little unit running off, you might just not think about chasing it up. But then if you're not getting the points, maybe you do have to follow it up sort of thing. Mm. It's interesting it says to start a unit strength. How do, how do you think like a, if you've got an eight-wound dragon down to two wounds or one wound, do you get anything for that? Because it's still the same unit strength. Ooh. Uh, yeah, because their unit strength... Does their unit strength drop with their wounds, though? Nah, so starting wounds. They just stay. Yeah. All right. Good point. Yeah. Look at you go, Josh. That's the other way. <laughs> that makes it even better to bring yeah, those yeah. spells in because you can never get them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you kill them. <laughs> oh, God, that's annoying. Surely they can change that. But it's not that bad, like... You know, what you were saying, if you've got a big unit of dwarves who probably mm. aren't going to flee, they're only going to be, you know, getting pushed back and whatnot or um, falling back in good order. If you don't get them all, mm. um, you know, it's just giving you more reason to stick around. And if you've got a big monster, he's committed to that fight for even longer, which means he's not yeah. doing anything anywhere else in the battlefield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, true. That's right. It does work both ways, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, food for thought. Um, so yeah, as you said, Gummo King is dead. 100 victory points like it always used to be. Trophies of war. It's good to see. I'm actually glad. So the, um, so it's 100 and oh sorry, 50 victory points for every standard claimed as a trophy. Um, but the BSB, um, you. Yeah, sorry. Additionally, if the enemy battle standard bearer is slain, has fled off the battlefield or is fleeing, uh, you win another bonus 50 victory points. Mm. So, so does that mean... So it's 100. slightly different, isn't it? Because it used to be if you killed the BSB, you just got 100. Mm. But now if I just shot your BSB off, I'd only get 50 because I didn't claim it as a trophy. But if I claimed it as a trophy in combat and killed it, obviously, then I'd get 100. You still uh, claim the yeah, BSB additionally. Well, I would imagine yes, but maybe not. I mean, why would they put it under that? Which is a standard, isn't it? Oh. I'd have to go and look. I, I, I'm not sure. I just assumed you could, but... If you guys want to keep going, I'll look it up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, scenario objectives, obviously, well, they're detailed in every scenario, so we'll look at them in a minute. Uh, then there is these special features, which we will cover probably in the last scenario, which is um, uh, if you, well, in this case, if you've agreed to the inclusion of special feature or the scenario specifies one, they've also got victory points, but they're also detailed in either features or the scenario. But we will touch on them, but might wait till, um, yeah, there's what's it called pitch battle number six, I think it is. Oh, uh, so, yeah, back to open. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, but apart from that, so the, yeah, that was that's that's basically it with open. The only yeah. thing is the historical recreation basically says um, play yeah, it with cool. less than no three thousand points. Oh yeah, mm. uh, so a big one. Um, which you know, I'd imagine with the size of the units getting bigger, and even on a six five or six by four, it'd be a pretty big. Uh, yeah, it'd be a fair few units. Although I guess there is a lot of uh, big 
big unit, like big characters. There's a lot of big characters, yeah, a lot of expensive (laughs) monsters running around now. So, yeah, Yeah. the armies feel smaller, which is so counterintuitive. Yeah. And then, um, but the funny thing is here is um, because it was the orcs' desire to get to the enemy, uh, they fail their impetuous tests on a one to, on a sort of a one to four instead, and they have to take the first turn. (laughs) So they've just got these historical ones. They're they're obviously not fair technically. You know, they, they, there's always one side that's either disadvantaged or not, but it just adds a bit of flavour, which I like yeah. for um, a suggestion if you are playing a lot of private games and you just don't want to keep playing the same scenario, you can technically agree on one of these ahead of time, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah wait, so, so would that be a orc? No, 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 you can, you can switch to whatever you want, but, yeah, they're just saying this was Brett's yeah. and Orcs, but, yeah, you could come up with anything, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'll just quickly with the um, standard. So, yeah, you've got to run down a fleeing unit or destroy it in combat. Um, and then, yeah, if it's destroyed by any other mean shooting, for example, it's not claimed as a trophy of war. Mm, but I guess the other question is, the, is the BSB class the same way as well? Yeah, like, it's the BSB get... still have the rule about being captured like a standard in the old world, like is that mentioned? It just says, it just said standards of defeated enemies. So standards claimed to me, it's a Might standard. Look at, so. Yeah, well, we could have to yeah. look, check that one, but yeah, yeah okay. I think it would be, but I surely it would be. Yeah, surely it would be. But yeah. it's just, yeah, you can't take anything for granted these days. No, stuff no, is not exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you always catch me by surprise. Yeah. You might um, alternate, so you're not doing the same one. So, do you want to cover this one, Josh? Yeah, yeah, I can, I can cover this one. Um, the, which one is this one? So, Breakpoint. The Doom of Odo Todmeyer 3. <laughs> Are you reading off my screen or just yours? Uh, I'm reading off my screen. Okay, right. cool. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm still on, oh, I'm no, on the same I'm... page you're on. Yeah, yeah, no, cool. It's just I moved it up and I didn't want to take it off if you were uh, reading it. That's oh, all. yeah, no, I'm sort of reading both. No. Um, so, yes, yeah, so this is a uh, break point. So um, the point is a little bit different to the open battle pitch battle open battle um so it's narrower so it's nine inches from the from the um short edges um and it not and it's nine inches from the center line as well so only 18 inches from the um opponent's uh, deployment zone um mm. so yeah you get into it's pretty intense uh now uh how this one works yeah you you roll off you Choose which player to play the same unit. Is that the same in all of them? Yeah, I would imagine it is. So then you roll off. At again. least these type of ones, yes. I don't know if the yeah. like, fortress ones are different or not, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the winner of the roll off takes the first turn. Yeah. All yeah. of these. So ridiculous. And this one, there's no turn limit turn limit for this scenario, which is uh interesting. Mm. But it's and it just keeps going till someone hits their break point, which is essentially a quarter of the total unit strength of the army at the start of the game. So once you go below twenty-five percent of your army left, then you you lose basically. So the game ends. So yeah. it's pretty crazy that it keeps going and going till that happens. Um because mm. uh, yeah, victory is yeah, if the game ends with one army having broken, the unbroken army achieves a crushing victory. Should both armies fall below their breakpoint at the same time, you've got to use victory points to determine which plays the winner, as described on you know the previous page about um, capturing standards and that type of thing. You know, I'd imagine it's going to be pretty close though if both armies hit the breakpoint. Although yeah. I guess it depends on. This is the thing though, right? So the uh, you know it's the breakpoint 
is based on the total unit strength of the army. So yeah. that that could vary massively, really, depending on what actual miniatures have been killed. You bring, yeah, to bring, yeah, totally. Because you could yeah. have, so you could still have, if you had a, a big, a big monster still alive, you could have the half your mm. points value still alive um, when you hit your break point. You know, like, so yeah. it's actually very interesting they've gone for unit strength because it, if anything, that. That that gives you the ability to to try to delay or avoid a really nasty single character on a mount, you know, and just try to if they've got quite a small army, if you can take off a few of the smaller mm, units, of, units of infantry, even, well not be small, yes. but you know, like yeah, the yeah, smaller yeah, in point yeah, costs, yeah. like just yes. cheap units. Yeah. You take them like off. The you, chaos. Can, you can force a break point and then we Yeah, like the Chaos um, yeah. army, for example, mm -hmm. if they're if they've got the Chaos Lord on Dragon and something, they've just got a, I don't know, unit of 12 warriors and, a, you know, some marauders or five something. marauders yeah. and some yeah. of that, you suddenly go, okay, well, that might be over half their unit strength just there, so I can take them out. Um, so I like yeah. it. It's, it feels like some definitely obviously want to make sure everyone knows ahead of time that you're playing this and doesn't have to sit there and count it up and actually know what the unit strength is, uh, which is probably yeah. pretty easy to do most of the time, but um, just count, you know just timesing it out but yeah i think it's going to be interesting because yeah some units some armies will have massive unit strengths like gob you know night goblin army or something versus something that's going to be quite small but obviously harder to, to get it down to 25 percent potentially but you know maybe not you know um, yeah because they might have brought a lot of crap pieces <laughs> to make up yeah. for having this huge big monster so mm. i don't know i i I'm not convinced these scenarios really, uh, you know, because the worry of, you know, the big units, the big, uh, sorry, mon monsters and stuff. I don't know if these scenarios totally stop you taking them, but it'd be interesting if these do oh, they play don't. into it a little bit, you know. Yeah, they don't. But I think it gives, yeah, it gives you some tools, I think, that you can sort of play around yeah. them a little bit. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, historical recreation, the doom of Odo Todd III, took place with, deep within the Forest of Shadows. Um, so you've actually got to endeavour to include as many woods as possible when setting up the battlefield, and it was fought between the remnants of his Grand Army of Osterland and a much larger force of Beastmen. This sounds ridiculous, by the way. So the Beastmen <laughs> far outnumber the Grand Army, so the, play, the Beastmen player gets it at least have an extra 25% more points to spend on the army. However, as much of the army emerged from the Dark Woods to entrap the Osterlanders, at least half of all the Beastman units with either the Ambusher or the Beastman Ambush special rules should be held in reserve. Like it's, yeah. That's a yeah. really Now, the reserve is a different... That's not... Um, that's a different rule where you just bring them on up in your turn and they just come on your long table edge. Is that right? Because that's no. not an ambush, is it? No, it's I different to ambushes, but um, I yeah. wouldn't know off the top of my head how it works in the old world. We'll find another one, maybe. Yeah, or I imagine it comes up. on automatically yeah. or something. I think it does, and I think you can. I don't know if you choose every turn which ones you want to bring on, but they just come on from your your uh, deployment zone. Um, and I think because um, there's a point somewhere where units that don't have a movement characteristic aren't technically in reserve. They they sit. They have to stay touching the the uh, back of the end zone then back of the deployment zone, like the casket that can't move, for example, if it's in reserve. Because uh, some of it's random at some point, um, you know that's not fair. So you just—it's still on the table. It's just right at the back. It's um, not even in the index. Oh, is it? It's got reserve move and no reserve. What, what is uh, going? We'll on? find it. See if you can get it. Okay, hold on. So they're in the ambushing rules. 
It uh, says yeah, right. a unit okay. with special rule may be held in reserve rather than being deployed inside the game. So does that mean being in reserve is essentially the same as ambushes? Oh, I thought there was an actual. I thought there was an actual rule. I can't. I agree. I I can't find. As follows. Here it is. Reserves. It's under sections. There it is. Where am I? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's in. Oh, no. This is a linked. No, this is to do with linked battles. It's got nothing to do with. No, I found it. Uh, it is on page 285. Yeah. Okay. I think they've duplicated um, it. 309. I'm on 309. But yes, I think it's just on different. What page was that, man? 285. So it's the start of the scenarios of the battles section. Okay. Just missed it. Yeah. It's cool. up near setting up your battlefield and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Yes, you're right. Reserves. Here we go. Units that are not normally allowed to move, uh, if they contain models with a movement characteristic of zero, are placed touching the battle edge. Sorry, battlefield edge. Characters can choose either to enter the battle on their own or as part of a unit. If dice are used to determine when and where reserves enter, state it. If a character is joining a unit before making any roll, if so, make a single roll. Um, some buying. Well, units are use the rules for reinforcements as described on page oh, 130. Oh, my God. <laughs> Far out. Uh, then you got to go reinforcements. Hilarious. A unit that enters the battlefield as reinforcements, i.e. reserves, does so during the compulsory move subphase. It's placed with its rear arc in full contact with the battlefield edge. Um, yeah, cool. Okay. They can be moving that... for purpose of shooting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can otherwise move over to normally during the remaining moves subphase. Um, does that mean they just come on on the first turn? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's not random. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, that was a yeah. Bit it's of a not tangent. like ambush. Yeah, but it's that's <laughs> this book dev, definitely sends you around a. Uh, <laughs> oh, anyway, it's funny. Cool. I'll do yeah. a flank attack then. So sometimes they. Uh, yeah. Anyway, this is about dividing. This is this type of one. What was this one called? What was this one sort of called where it was a bit, uh, well, one in eighth where it was a bit Dawn random. Attack. Where you, you know, rolled a one. Dawn attack, was it? Yeah. So yeah. it's the, I guess it's a replacement for that. Um, so basically the, your battlefield is, split into, it. yeah, I like mm. it actually. Yeah. So you've got like, you're obviously still 12 inches from the middle, like the center line. So it's like the same as the first one. Like you spread out yeah, right along the whole thing, but you've got these 18-inch flank yeah. on both sides uh, and then everything in the middle. The cool thing about this, which I like, is you, you basically got a lot more choice here, don't you? So um, you have to have already defined a flanking force um, that must contain at least one non-character unit and can be worth up to 33%. So I guess the, the funny thing here is... Um, uh, may include characters, but cannot be the general. Yeah, so it needs to at least have one non-character unit, but that doesn't mean you could you could technically then go. It's going to put one unit of fast cab in my flanking force, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of choice. You could either you do that, or choice. you could try and have a decent. You know, you might have mm. a good. I don't know, hero on a wyvern or whatever that you want to put in there because he's not a general. Um, plus, you know, obviously some other. You have to put another unit in there. Um, and then when you've done that, you do your – it's basically the same sort of setup. Both – sorry, both sides do that. And then you do the normal roll-off to see who deploys first. Um, and that – those deployments are all done in the centre and they're not using the flanking forces. So 
you know, you just set, it's like a mini game. You set all of that up and, but you can't deploy in any of the left or right flanks. So everyone's in the middle. Um, and then once flanking force have been selected, each player secretly makes a note of which flank, left or right, theirs will be deployed on. Then starting with the player that won the roll off, the player deploys their main forces within their central, which I just said. Um, finally, after both players have finished deploying their main forces, the players reveal their flanking forces and where they're going to be deployed. And then starting with the player that won the roll off, they do the alternating deployment. So the cool thing with this is, yeah, you could end up with both flanking forces facing each other, both flanking forces on either end. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess you'll know that your opponent will only be in the centre and one side. Like, you know, so yeah. the terrain might play a little bit of, you know, um, I guess, you know, might be yeah, able to determine fair, that a little bit. That's a fair um, thought. I hadn't thought about that, yeah. And then mm. obviously, again, what is going to be in your flanking force? Because you could choose to go, well, bugger, I, you know, I'm going to put everything in the middle and even if they put stuff in the flanking force, hopefully I can get up and just smash their smaller force in front of me and then yeah. around or vice versa, you know. So I like it because it's, yeah, it has that element of making you deploy in a different section, but you, you've got a lot. It's not random like that dawn. Yeah, was, yeah, right? you've got it's more. You got more control over it. You got some more strategy about it, and it's about yeah. You can, yeah, I agree. There's a bit of an opportunity there to try to predict what your opponent's going to do. Mm. Um, and you're right, taking into account terrain. Um, so I like this one. I think is it it's um, six turns, it's sort of. It is. Yeah, yeah. So game length will last for six turns or until one side concedes no special victory points all the same victory points so it's really all it's about is just yeah the funny deployment yeah. and yeah. Um, flanking which, core stuff which is totally fine i think yeah, yeah. it's really really Can't interesting complex yeah um one the thing i would have liked stock... to have... oh yes yeah, sorry oh, no, no, you do yeah. okay right um okay. one thing that i would have liked to have seen maybe uh, maybe we could do this anyway i wouldn't have minded the flank the deployment zones to be a little bit closer to the central line. Ah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been really interesting if yeah. they were like yeah. nine inches away rather than 12 or something. Because you don't even know which... But it would only be that big, obviously, if they were deployed in that because no one else is deployed in the other one too. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. So they could end up really close to each other or, yeah. you know, free reign to try and get around the, the side of the other yeah, one. Yeah, to actually get around the flank of the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like it would have been interesting to facilitate that. Rather than yeah. having the possibility of just having somebody throw their token little unit, their great eagle, in their flanking mm. force just because yeah. they have to put something in there. Yeah. Have to put something yeah. In there. yeah. I hope it doesn't just turn into that, you know, that people's going, oh, bugger it, just put everything yeah, in there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah it would have no, been exactly. nice to see, like. You want to reward, you want to reward taking the yeah. points. Yeah. Yeah. There should have been something in there just to say, you know, take a percentage, you know. You know, between twenty and thirty-three, or mm, just well, gets, it probably gets pretty hard with the maths and different yeah. regularity of units, and yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, yeah, the historical recreation. What was this between uh, dwarfs and wood elves? A possibly larger force of wood elves. The dwarf army should contain very few elite troops, hammerers, ironbreakers, and hindrakes, and no war machines or runesmiths. Due to their important role, it must contain at least a, one unit of dwarf rangers in reserve. The Wood Elves mm. caught the Dwarf Army largely by surprise. To represent this, uh, the Wood Elf player will automatically take the first turn. Um, you've got to put as many woods and areas of rocky terrain. Doesn't really, um, there's not much else, I guess. Both sides, are, they've just basically limited what the Dwarves can take. Um, 
but the Wood Elves take the first turn. So, interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Cool. Andrew, you've got a meeting engagement. The meeting engagement. So, yeah, um, going diagonal um, across the board, um, there is the centre line um, and your deployment zones are six inches off that centre line. Um, So, yeah, possibility of being 12 inches apart from the start. So it can be quite close. Um, So setup is just standard with terrain. Deployment, once Battlefield has been set up, the winner of roll-off, as we all know, um, uh, chooses which player will deploy first. The winner of this roll-off must also choose their deployment zone, A or B. Um, Before deploying the army, um, each player rolls a D6 for each unit, including um, each character and war machine in their army. Then a roll of one, the unit must be held back as reserves, as spoken about just before. So basically at any point they can remaining moves come onto the battlefield um strategy wise i'm assuming the counters moving when you come onto the battlefield as well so uh, that yeah, might it affect does say, yeah it war does machines yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um once roll uh, a roll has been made for each unit those that are not held in reserve can be deployed players deploy their armies in, using the alternating unit method um once deployment is complete, the winner takes a roll off as before, and then yeah, add the first, um, the first to finish deploying adds one to their roll, and then the winner obviously goes first. Um, the game length uh, is again six rounds, or um, until the time limit is agreed by players. Um, so scenario special rules reserves reserves not deployed at the start of the battle. This is probably exactly the same as what was on the other well, one. Well, this one says instead they can enter um, during the capacity subphase of any turn other than the first. Did that say that? Oh, okay. No. Oh, I don't think I mentioned the first. Didn't yeah. talk about anything. It just said they're reserved. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Which which uh, which act as reinforcements? <laughs> See page yeah. thirty-four. Oh. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Okay. So. Yeah. Than... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when they arrive into the battlefield from any point of the long edge. Um, within the deployment zone um, and move using the rules for reinforcements. Uh, so yeah, probably I dare say for, look, you only got to get a one for it to, so, so mm. it's only a one in six chance, isn't it? So there's a good chance that if you do come in quite heavy with um, war machines, it's probably not going to affect you that much, but I'd say that's probably going to be your biggest um problem does that mean that probably there. won't be they won't be um shooting up to turn three then hey eh? because you got to arrive turn two you can't shoot if you move yeah that type of thing. yeah which okay. would be a massive pain <laughs> yeah. and that'd be pretty much right in your face by the time well and yeah it's very close yeah. I was just trying to look that up before um because i think it's closer than what it was in eighth but i can't trying to i was trying to bring up meeting engagement on the screen here but i can't remember yeah I don't know if you guys remember I thought it was uh, quite close. I remember that because um, being oh, a dwarf, I'd have to, on. yeah, push back quite a bit just to get you know enough shooting in. I don't think it was this close. I suspect it might have been nine inches rather than maybe six. nine. Yeah, 
EPUB on eighth is annoying. It like navigates left to right, and I can't, I can't seem to get the index up. So I'm trying to find it. Anyway, yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, it, it is pretty close though, pirated, isn't it? Especially um, for the war machines. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a priority PDF which I've got. Oh, that was six inches. Reason. Yeah, so it was. Yep. Well, the engagement. What did you find it? It was six inches from the center line. Yeah, in eighth as okay. well. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. Turn one charges. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, the eighth edition book was good though. The look of it and stuff. So is this one, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, reminiscing. Uh, oh, <laughs> cool. um, hold on. So is this when you're rolling for first turn? It's the same. Is this a plus one? So in the eighth ed one, they had the random. They had. I completely forgot about this. First turn after deployment, the player that set up second rolls a dice. On a roll of a six, they can choose who has the first turn. On a roll of one to five, the player that set up first chooses who has the first turn. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, there right. was a big advantage to. Well, there was a concession if you're setting up first that you're unlikely mm. to get the first turn. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think they were trying to do because it was such a Did you have to set up your whole army in that? Or was it. Uh, or was it alternating? Yeah. In. Yeah, it was. You had to set the whole army. The player that won the roll off yeah, must deploy think... their entire army first. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, so that's, why. That that's why. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. what you get for reading. I was getting confused there. Only part of it. For a second. I couldn't remember which one was right, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that makes sense. And they still had the roll of a one that either goes back in reserves as well. So, yeah, there's yeah. been a lot that's been mm. adap like, adapted from Yeah. that. Very yeah, I mean, story. I don't... This thing, I don't like these ones which just randomly stuff's off the table, but, I mean... I don't mind yeah. one of them, but it's a bit frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If you just happen to roll the one on the particular unit that you really need on the table, it's a bit too random, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit frustrating. Yeah. You can just ruin your day. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. If you got War Machine Heavy, this is, yeah, this is gonna, could definitely hurt. Is there anything on the historical one that's worth mentioning? Or is it? Uh... Oh, this is. Uh... This is Empire Off. This was an Empire Off one. Both armies have plenty of state troops better to represent two forces on patrol. Both armies may include war machines. Uh, neither should include any knights or wizards. There's no suggestions any were present. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, oh, no, this is the annoying thing. Uh, capture the nature of the battle. Units arriving as reserves that are raided in close order or open order should be deployed in marching columns. <laughs> so <laughs> you play this, you're just like, you want pain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pain and frustration. Uh, I don't think I'll play that. One. Oh, I like oh, that. Cool. That's fun, actually. That should be a rule for mini engagement. Everything, everything yeah. deployed in marching columns. In yeah. It's very <laughs> themey. I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, depending on how drilled turns out, which we'll cover that yeah, in another yeah. video. Um, again, that, that might be a reason if these are in the tournament packs that you, if that was in there, that you'd probably want to mm. be taking drilled where you yeah. can you know stuff like that so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh this give me ideas yeah <clears throat> arching columns um, yeah, i like it am i doing uh, mountain pass yeah. no i'm doing mountain pass i think okay yeah yeah well, i'm happy to do it the old yep. mountain pass narrow long oh, simple move is difficult <laughs> out <thinking> almost impossible <laughs> Consequently, such <laughs> battles become matters of attrition, in which only the most courageous, courageous will prevail. Yeah. Um, so yeah, long ends are the short ends, and short ends are long ends. Twelve inches apart yep. from the center line, um, 
uh, and it's I mean it's very similar to the pitch I mean mm. the open battle uh, so yeah deployments are the same you know you still you roll off plus one whoever's finished first the game length is random as well the same randomness so from the fifth mm. turn you roll a d6 add the round number ten or more well, immediately open battle is fixed all random isn't it and then this one's only random is this wrong huh oh I thought that was. I thought open. Oh, okay. Must have misread that. I think open was. Oh, maybe I'm getting confused. Was it choice? I thought. I yeah. thought open was no choice. That's fixed. Or oh, so oh, there's the game two options. Players can choose to play. That's interesting. So yeah, yeah. Even in a tournament, that. you yeah, okay. choose. <laughs> but yeah, no. This one technically. This one, there's no choice. Choose. No. Yeah. Must only be random. Which yeah. I was thinking about. Like, I feel like maybe it might have been better to run it as five up at turn five it finishes and then maybe a three yes. up on turn six it finishes and then uh, turn yeah. seven it just yeah. finishes rather than this possibility yeah. of just constantly going mm. ever longer just, yeah um, this yeah. this battle like this setup i can understand it more too because there's more of a chance depending on who you're playing that they might be like castled right at the other end of the other board as well yeah. so i sort of like that it might go a bit longer but again yeah. You're thinking from tournament point of view, you don't really want anything that makes it go longer because you struggle to finish them anyway. Because you'll hit two and a half yeah. hours and then it'll be over anyway. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this this scenario does have some special rules. So it's got bottleneck. Um, the, the battle is fought in a narrow mountain pass enclosed by high cliffs. Because of this, the long battlefield edges count as impassable terrain. As such, no units, including fleeing units or any arriving from reserve, can leave or enter the battlefield via either the long edge until they have... No, unless they have the ethereal or fly special rule. Interesting. So yeah, so if you're ethereal you can, or fly, you can, fly, some eagles. <laughs> you can go straight yeah. over the top of the cliffs. <clears throat> Otherwise, yeah. yeah, you're just stuck in this horrible valley of death. Um, mm. And victory is just regular victory points um, going on there. And then what's the his historical recreation? The Battle of Gisaru. How do you pronounce it? Gisaru Gap. The R in there is confusing me. Um <laughs> It's a it's brutal affair between two elite and welcome armies, Bretonians versus what is it? Uh, Empire. Empire, yeah. The Army mm. of Westland. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my include any number of veteran state troops, rather, they all have the mercenary special rule. Um, and to reflect the bitter nature of the rule? battle and the inability of troops to simply turn tail and flee, the players may give up half their unit, may give up to half their units a special, the stubborn special rule. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, mm. <clears throat> and weird. then once the, both armies need to confused. wait. This last sentence is a bit ridiculous. So both armies to be led by General Mountain on a warhorse, representing Sir Deslaville and Countess Countess <laughs> Bergrash. <laughs> so, and then as the battle was a matter of honor, ba <laughs> base <laughs> players should spare no efforts in ensuring a challenge is fought between the generals. Mm. Historically, there's no evidence that the two fought single combat during the battle. But as the matter, battle yeah. was a matter of honor, players should spare no effort to ensure the challenges for. I love that. Uh, it's not. That it's not really historically anyway, because we're playing fantasy. Here, but historically, there's no evidence they ever fought. But you know, but, you should try and make them fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. That's like, typical old school Warhammer humor. Humor there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, cool. For sure. Cool. Um, the last one. But the only thing I'd say about mm -hmm. that one that I like those deployment 
I don't mind playing that sideways one sometimes because, uh, again, it makes terrain interesting because so often you set up terrain, you know, thinking that it's the two armies going that way and then suddenly going the other way. So, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of yeah, it is interesting. I mean, <clears throat> it does limit your flanking opportunities, which is such an mm, interesting yeah. part of the game. Uh, it really rewards castling. So, well, yeah. I agree, though. It is Massively. it is nice to have a different angle sometimes because, yeah, sometimes you just look at a table, you always just look at the long edges and how they interact. But, yeah. Mm. yeah. you got a lot more, like, multi-waves, basically, because sometimes you just can't fit in, so you've got stuff in front of each other and things like that. So Well, you have the fast walks, stuff, sort of, yeah, yeah. Mm. But that, that's sort of the problem is, like, if you were going up against a castle entrenched dwarf force with, um, you know are you really going to send everything over slow or you're just going to send everything over as quick as it can go? Cause you're going to have obviously all your fast stuff getting shot up first. And I getting think in though, again, first. going back to terrain and which is different to eighth is a, there's a lot more line of sight blocking terrain than there was in yeah. eighth. And if, if I don't know, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like a lot of people end up like I do it, like you end up with like hills in deployment zones, but if you're going the other way, maybe the hills up the other end and you don't have it. Yeah. So yeah there's three forests and all this stuff in the way and it or maybe you can hide a lot more you know yeah well bombardment um, will still get around but but obviously you lose accuracy with the bombardment yeah, yeah. rule yeah so yeah but can well cannons won't be able to shoot you i guess but yeah 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 anyway mm. like next one command and control so this is getting the old watchtower in a way um so it's standard 12 inch deployment for the middle um but there has to be a significant what's it called special feature significant terrain feature mm. at the center of the table um and we'll get into that in a minute but basically yes play place trainers described in addition place the single special feature in the middle um it looks like deployments the same whenever a roll off chooses which player will deploy first um yep. that's all the same alternating plus one that's the same mm. Um, yeah. game length is Ooh. either fixed or random. Yeah, you got the choice again. Yeah, for that it's one. bizarre how they put in some and not others. The biggest, and then once the battle's ended, use victory points. However, if you control the special feature, you win an extra 200. Uh, in addition to any bonus, the special feature also gives. So it's Ooh. probably worth quickly looking at the features. Oh, yeah, this is a discussion in itself. Cool. I was reading this I, before and I'm just like... I don't think I've got to this part of the book, the special features. Mm. Actually, I'm excited. I'm hoping just that we combat see Combat is like confusing. Ah, oh, yeah. I know. That's confusing. Uh, special features. So these are terrain that, um, yeah, represent a important landmark, something like that. Um, you can just use them, but also obviously these scenarios that we just talked about, um, you know, oh. describe you using Oh, God. Them. Wait, is this all like building occupation rules? Sort yeah. of, but it's central to the objective. Oh my god! Yeah, but you don't. Again, you don't have to put a building. So this is the the cool thing. Uh, so all special features must be placed within twelve inches of the center of the battlefield, and then each special feature can be controlled either through, and that's described in the feature, either through um, proximity or occupancy, and the benefits of control is um, can grant that unit that's controlling at certain conditions. So um, if it is proximity, proximity, it's a unit strength of five or more, not fleeing. You have to be within six. Um, if two or more eligible enemy units are within six, the unit 
closest to the special feature controls it. Oh, if there is no one equally close, then no one controls yep. it. That's um, different to like the highest unit strength or something. I think that's a probably a good way of doing mm. tie breaks, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So just get as close as you can. Just to get it. as close as you can. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then occupancy, obviously, you have to be in it. Um, a unit can occupy a special feature by moving into base contact during remaining moves. Um, once its movement's complete, the unit's placed within the special feature. So when they're in there, they cannot charge. Uh, they can shoot and cast spells. 360 line of sight they can be shot at but they're classed as being behind full cover um all measurements to and from as taken from the actual base of the feature um therefore yeah and because of the so this is where it starts getting limited they can only be occupied by a single unit um and then unless it's fleeing a unit occupying a special feature can't leave i can leave during the remaining move subphase um by making a follow-up move or by pursuing an enemy. Simply place the unit in formation so that at least one model is in base contact with the feature. The unit's movement then ends. I think different occupancy features have different rules around who can go in it though. I guess that must be where it's covered, I think. Um, is that right, occupancy? Because this doesn't tell you about unit strength going yeah, in it. Hey? Just yeah, one just unit. Yeah, monst yeah. monstrous things or cavalry mm, or yeah. anything, yeah. So, so there's about four of them or something. So there's arcane monoliths. Controlling an arcane monolith is um, a proximity one. So that's like, you know, like a, yeah, beastman herdstone or an altar or something like that. Um, when you're with, when you're um, controlling it, uh, the unit that controls it gets magic res minus one. Um, and they, the wizards can re-roll, is this right? May re-roll single dice that rolls a natural one when making any casting rolls. Plus you get an extra 50 points if you uh, control. So I guess, you know, like going back to our scenario, if you played with an arcane monolith and you controlled it, you actually win 250 uh, victory points if you're controlling it at the end of the battle because it was 200 for the scenario and 50 for this arcane monolith. Um, yeah, Monument of Glory uh, is also proximity. Um, and what, so what do they say this is? This is, how's this different? Uh, small patch. So this, I guess it's an older thing that's uh, hanging around. Um, list is endless anyway. They, they give you some blurbs up there, but I'm not going to read it. Um, it's an inspirational site. A monument of glory fills all who look upon it with a sense of achievement. Uh, the unit that controls the monument may reroll failed panic tests. In addition, all units that belong to the same army may reroll failed rally tests. Is that in addition, all units that belong to the same army? So does that mean oh, the you whole, control all, it within six and then all your army is rerolling failed rally tests I across the whole board? That's how it reads. <coughs> all units yeah. that belong to the same army. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Board-wide BSB. Crazy. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> then uh, then honour thy forebears. Many warriors are filled with a sense of righteous pride when tasked with the defence of the monument. The unit controls the uh, monument, gains the hatred of all enemies special rule. Makes it hard Ooh. for them to get out of there. Victory points controlling an important landmark is 50, 50 extra victory points. So with these ones where you're not in the building... <laughs> I guess <clears throat> you near it, but then this whole pushback mechanism is interesting that you can push people, <laughs> you know, you could fight next to it and push them away and now you're closer, that type yeah. of thing, potentially, something like that, which is pretty cool. Um, what else have we For got? For sure. 
what else we got? Dark, Dark ruins. ruins. Dark yeah. ruins are a building in Passable oh, Train that you can building. occupy by unit whose troop type is infantry and which has a unit strength of 20 or less or by a character model of any troop type. But Dark ruins are not controlled by a unit that occupies them. Oh, sorry, are controlled by a unit. So does that mean, am I... Okay, so character model of any troop type, but a character model mounted on a monster becomes a monster. A monstrous that's okay because a character model of any troop type. Is that right? So can a dragon oh. occupy this? Of any troop type. Any troop type. Yeah. Yeah, because a dragon would be a troop type, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it's a character that, still. It just ends up being yeah. a... Um, Is this on a monstrous yeah, yeah. creature? Or a bear? Yeah. yeah. That's, still a, mm. that's still a troop type, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. That's how you define it. That seems a bit weird. Seems a bit weird. Imagine trying yeah. to get that out. Uh, dark or if the unit occupying the dark realms causes fear or terror, all enemy units must apply minus one modifier to the leadership char uh, characteristic. If, it, if they don't, then they end up uh, if, sorry, if the unit occupying the dark room does not cause either fear or terror, it becomes immune to both fear and terror. So if you do cause fear or terror, you've got an extra minus one. If you don't, then you're at least immune to it. You don't cause it, yeah. but you're immune to it. Um, defended position, when an enemy unit charges a unit within the dark rooms, it it's, um, charges the feature itself rather than the model. When charged in this way, unit treats all of its arcs as front. Um, a unit that occupies dark ruins is considered behind a defended low obstacle. A unit that flees while occupying does not move. The unit counts as fleeing and must rally as normal, but rather than run away, will seek cover in the safety of the walls. So that means like fleeing, they don't... I thought, hang on, I thought somewhere it said if they break, they automatically die though. Is that right? Where's that? In combat, a unit occupying will not give ground or fall back and so the unit holds its ground. Should a unit occupying dark ruins break and flee, it's completely destroyed and removed from play. Okay, so the fleeing part, it must... When are you ever going to flee if you're immune? Oh, I guess you could flee. I guess if you just wise, break the... Yeah, if you fail yeah. a break check, yeah. don't you? Like, just straight up fail mm -hmm. it. But if you fail a break test, then you're dead. Should a unit occupying dark ruins break yeah. and flee from combat, it's completely destroyed. Um, yep. The unit that flees while occupying doesn't actually run away. Okay, yeah. Uh, should Dark Ruins ever be hit by a template? So this is pretty common with the buildings. Um, they Every model currently occupying it is considered to be underneath the template and risk being hit. Um, however, due to the protection offered, they are hit on a five up rather than the usual four. Um, incoming, should Dark Ruins ever be hit by Cannonball? It suffers D3 strength, four hits with an AP of minus one. Um, I don't even know what. What are they current? What's a cannonball do now these days? I can't remember. Seems, that seems small compared to what it should be doing, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I guess it's got Yeah, cover. it's just like one hit. Well, it depends on the cannon. It's like strength eight or strength ten. Yeah. Yeah, You're not going to be shooting that dragon. Yeah, that's the thing. Right? Yeah. Like he's going to put a dragon in there and then it's not shifting. And you get an extra 100 too, so that's 300 yeah. for this scenario if you put a dragon in there. That's pretty crazy. That's so crazy. You can only put infantry or a character on a dragon. Like no cab, no other sort of... I did see too... Um, what the fuck? 
Is this uh, Dark Ruins? Oh, no, it's the tower that talks about. Oh, God, there's more than I thought here. Um, oh, no, that's just so. Well, that's the tower, the uh, interestingly, they've worded that differently, the tower. The character model whose troop type is infantry. Yeah, and which has a unit strength of 10 or a character whose troop type is infantry. Yeah, so, like, the tower is smaller, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the but, ruins, yeah, like to me, so the ruins is like open, sort of. Yeah. Thing. So why is it that it can only be occupied by a troop type as infantry, or a character model of any troop type? Like, it's weird that they've got they still limit the troop type. Do you think? Yeah. 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 Did you sure there's not? Am I? Is there building rules somewhere else? Because I did. I recall something about you can only get five people to fight, or is that this one? I'm sure I read that too. Yeah, I'm thinking there must be building rules somewhere else. Oh, no, this is it. It's this one. So a is tower. Oh. Yeah, tower yeah. is uh, protected by tall walls and steep buildings. Um, you can only basically attack them. You can only be charged by an enemy unit or a character model whose troop type is infantry or by an enemy with fly axe. So it's sort of almost the opposite that um, dragons are the only ones who can attack these guys now, but, um, or infantry because they've got to go up the stairs. Um, they're... Class, both units are considered being skirmish when fighting. However, due to the close confines of the tower, only five models from each either unit can join the fighting rank. So this one, like because it's just infantry, I feel like, you know, people with monstrous infantry, um, potentially, would you get more? Not really. I mean, you'd, three, you'd only get three in there. Yeah, well, you could only have, have a unit ten or less to even occupy it. Yeah, you could only have a small unit at Montmartre Infantry. Yeah, but you still armed. potentially might have three attacks each, which is nine. Mm. Whereas some five models of normal infantry might only have five attacks. So, um, yeah, there might be some things to think about there. In terms of yeah, the I guess unless you get charged by a dragon with fly. Yes, and then <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> then it doesn't matter. There's only one model. Don't worry about that, little guy. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, basically elevated. You can draw a line of sight everywhere. Um, I'll just try to brush through this a bit now. Duck and cover. Um, it's the same sort of thing where they, they don't run away, but if they do break and flee, they, they're broken. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, huddled together, together, five up on a template, yeah. D3 strength, four hits, and 100 yeah. points. So, yeah, so there's basically two two occupying special features listed and two proximity ones. I do like the idea that that way you got different, you know, you can use, if people don't like those building rules because of the, uh, you know, the fact, especially that first one where you could potentially put a dragon inside it, um, that's a bit dumb. Um, but at least yeah. the other ones yeah. might be interesting, you know, having that, you know, monolith or something makes it a little bit more interesting. I bet still being able to use that um, scenario. Yeah. Should be cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, what did you think overall though like were they a bit better on sort of more in-depth read like not as like um like there's certainly some there that i'm you know that flank attack i'm quite interested to try um yeah yeah i think so i didn't mind those Even yeah the breaking ones interesting yeah, the breaking ones interesting. yeah i think i thought seems to, i think some that's a lord of the rings inspired one i'm pretty sure there was a similar dynamic yeah, once okay. you go below 25 percent the battle the game ends I don't even mind this last one. I'd probably just, yeah, obviously police the type of feature, you know. Um, even that last one, the tower, is that that bad? You know, it's for, unit strength 10 has to be infantry, basically, except a dragon yeah. can attack it and just destroy whatever's in there but then can't get in there. 
He can't yeah. occupy it, so he can't. Yeah, he shouldn't. It. So, it shouldn't be allowed to occupy it, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I think this one is probably the one one where it's absolutely worthwhile having a random game length of all of them, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Not knowing when the game ends yes. is so crucial yes. to when yeah. you know when you're holding the objective at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. The others is not so yeah. important. So it's weird yeah. they give the option nah. for a fixed game for this, but not for the um. <laughs> The, other the one, mountain yeah. pass, which is it must be <laughs> random, apparently, even though it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good. No, I just feel like it. I, my, I just felt like originally I did. I skimmed them and didn't look at them, and I was a bit disappointed initially when I skimmed them. This is you know right Me back too. At the beginning. Me I too. Because I was like, oh, this they're just been... like eighth, but not exactly the same. And but now I'm like, oh, actually. You know, I still think they could have done a maybe a bit better job or yeah, something different. Yeah, I reckon different, they could have done but, a better job. Um, but I, I still <laughs> don't. You're think right. It's a this total has been rematch. therapeutic because I felt the same. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's been there's, some there's a few here I want to play. Put it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah and there's stuff that if we want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, could could be built on as well. Like, yeah, especially the um, yeah, the meeting yeah. engagement or the flanking. Is that the meeting engagement one? The faking one? Uh, oh, no, no, the yeah, meeting engagement, the reserve. What was the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, What was yeah. the fake one? Yeah, the fake attack one, fake I think. Attack. Yeah, it has got some really yep. interesting um, uh, yeah. Yeah, thought about, about you know, yeah, double double bluffing as well. Like, imagine if, you know, you did yeah. have a massive piece of terrain on one of your flanks and then your opponent's like, oh, he's not going to use that because that's it piece you know that's a yeah. useless so then you're just like no nah, i'm gonna plonk it in there anyway you know it's like just yeah yeah completely <laughs> double right, bluff yeah. out you know like i think that's that that really yeah. adds a, a you do, really fun you do know their game. flanking force on the list don't you you do know well, i think what's so in their flanking I think you'll, force. yeah you would you, you deploy oh, first man. anyway yeah 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 you okay. deploy first anyway yeah yeah that's true that's true i would have liked what's yeah. missing here like i would have liked potentially one where you have to get to the other deployment zone or something. I think that's missing like a, a bit. Breakthrough, yeah, um, yeah. Mm, to, yeah. To reward that's armies, what it was. breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get through to the other side. Yeah. I think uh, that's stops that's, a bit of castling. Um, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Was for there sure. any sick? I didn't really remember what the sixth one was, but were they pretty similar? Or I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. None of them were. They had similar sort of things going on, but they seem to they just seem to build out on putting each. a random cart that moves around, you know, that the other <laughs> controller <laughs> controlling player gets to <laughs> uh, that would have been good. Yeah. That would have yeah, been awesome. Yeah. Or or a princess <laughs> carriage you had to get to the other side of the game. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know what, yeah. guys? We talked a long time for those pitch battles. Are we going to attack yeah, no. these magic items, or you want to um, oh, you want to do them a different day? Yeah, how are we are? Oh, we're almost at two hours now. Yeah. Oh, I'm torn. Do you want to? Do you want to start some? Do you want to just do like magic weapons or something? Oh, we can do magic weapons, yeah. Because that that can lead on to our what what's coming Is this up. The generic one. Yeah. This what week. Ah, uh, just generic. Yeah, we're gonna start. Yeah, we're gonna start just generic. Um, as in core, like from the core book. Is that what you mean? Mm. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got them, got them uh, set up right here, ready to go. To find it. Sorry. The BBB. Let's do that because it's gonna take. 
I'd like to cover all these and then into the other armies and stuff. So we might as well take, we'll cover, let's do magic weapons and then see how, you know, yeah, if we've got time to do magic armor, that's enough. And then we can catch the other ones later. Yep. Yeah. Cool. For sure. Who wants to lead us off? I'll start with the Ogre Blade, also known as Gomo's Bane. Um, <laughs> this is what I so talk. Can I ask one question first, actually, because I heard yep. this. This is more around selecting. Mm. Um, can you only carry one of each type unless it says it? That's true, isn't it? There's, there was just a rule somewhere that said, I saw somewhere written once that was like, you can't have it like, you know, like when you've got an, a magic weapon and you've got a mundane weapon, you can't use the mundane weapon. But it then does say if you've got two magic weapons, you've got to choose which one you're going to use in the combat. But then I was like, can you ever have two? But because can you select two? Yeah, I don't know. You not need to. I never sure. thought about that. I didn't think you. Like if you had like a lance that. and then like a sword or something. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, is there any cheap weapons where you actually do have like a great weapon one? and Because and yeah. you know how you were saying like the Monster Slayer, which we'll get into, is like I just got yeah, shit yeah. out of me. So I was like, oh, yeah. can you switch? But then I was like, can you even do that? Like, uh, Anyway, I'll have to look at it then. I just kind of, I thought maybe you guys might know off the top of your head. But, um, no. No, I don't know. No. Okay, well, well, we'll look at that later then. Okay, cool. Oh, hang on. Here it is. Limitation and uniqueness. Oh. Uh, yeah, who cares? Doesn't matter. Let's go into the weapons. Ogre Blade. <clears throat> Ogre Blade. So 65 points. So she's uh, she's pretty taking a lot of points out of your um, magic item allowance. So pretty much only going to be seen on Lords with uh, mm. got their 100 points. Um so obviously you're coming in um strength plus two so uh that is really good so you're going to be seeing sort of strength six and seven getting around using this um with the buff um ap minus two is fantastic um with your armor bane one magical attacks is obviously good against your ethereal etc um and i think the magical attacks affect demons as well possibly Ooh. i think so is that the ones they can't they don't get their ward save against it maybe i yeah, haven't looked at them possibly. in depth sorry you might be right there and of course What's demon army there is no demon army in this game <laughs> demons are good demons are really <laughs> really good um people say the pdfs aren't good man they're, they're good <laughs> they are good um, Molten War. See them the, in the, uh, the Ravening Hordes book. <laughs> the Ravening Hordes. The, the Multi Wound D3, obviously, that's what everyone's coming yeah. here for. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'll just. I took this on um, my uh, Strigoi Ghoul King or whoever it is. Um, Strigoi King um, with Vamps. Um, and with his hatred, this thing was mm. just eating. Um, units up so yeah th this is really good obviously it's very expensive um but yeah I, I don't know what what are your thoughts well i mean i think you said it it is it's like if you if you know you've got a bit of protection or you know you you're going to be striking first and doing a fair bit of damage then you don't care about yeah. the defensive part so yeah 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 um it seems like you either pick this one or if you want defensive you just sort of fall back to the you know, giant blade or something you know um, yeah yeah True that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I think you'll see one. it a lot still, though. I'd imagine. 
So yeah. can I clarify something? So yeah, I did find the sentence that was in limitations uniqueness that a model can Ooh. only purchase one magic item from each category. But mm -hmm. the extremely cold magic items, the asterisk ones, can be purchased um, uh, you know, alongside other magic items from the same category. So there are a couple of swords. There's oh, there three is. of the cheap, really cheap ones that are asterisks. So you can actually purchase Ooh. those in addition to other magic weapons. But none of them very... have AP? No. But there sort might be might. also sort in of other might books, does. though. One. Mm. Yeah, there'd oh, be, and there'd be other sorts of other books, oh, for sure. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so this is the thing. So, I mean, sorry, we're jumping into tactics here, but this idea of potentially taking Sword of Might alongside <laughs> something else uh, and you just choose when you want to use each one. Just completely blowing out your points. Yes, well, yeah. Magic points. Because <laughs> it's 70. Yeah, that'd be 70 points in magic for one extra AP. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you, yeah, if you ran the dragon slaying sword or something, but super situational, so you want some, yeah, the magic. Mm. Yeah. 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 Josh, do you want to um, keep going with the sword of battle? The sword of battle? Um, what is this one? So... What does this have? Plus one strength, minus one AP, unmade one, extra attack, magical attacks, 60 points. Mm. Uh, seems reasonably versatile, you know? I I mean, it's these are all quite expensive, but um, I don't see it any. It's expensive. <laughs> and this is, the thing is, it's Lords, isn't it, really? I mean, there's probably some other characters that can take more than 50, but feels uh, like this is your mm. Lord Lance. We keep calling it Lord, but yeah. Or, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Why you I don't think we're gonna see. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like the Ogre Blade significantly better than the Sword of Battle. Yeah. 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 Jeweler's Blades, hey. Uh, fifty-five points. Strength is user minus one. AP extra attacks plus two. Requires two hands. So it's like to me, it's like now you can't even have shields. Um, yeah. 55 mm. points just you're paying for this wow you got two attacks but your strength which isn't great potentially you know most strengths four mm. or five um i don't know they feel that those two feel a little bit op uh, over pointed i should say not op um yeah yeah compared to the yoga blade 100 percent. yeah the yoga blade um, should i keep going i'll yeah, get all yeah. the fun ones yep. yeah the dragon slaying sword, 50 points. Why wouldn't you? Um, so, yeah, this has obviously got strength um, just as user. No AP, which is a huge thing. Um, for obviously, um, if you're going in against, uh, you know, knights or higher armor, um, non-monsters, it's not going to be very good. Uh, so it comes in with magical attacks and monster slayer. So Monster Slayer, basically, if you roll a six to wound, um, you get, uh, what is it? No armor, no regen, but you can still take a ward save. But if yep. he fails a ward save, you lose all your remaining wounds. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is really good. But the problem is, obviously, you need to be out. So the thing that makes this really good is if you get a model that can carry it who's got um high number of attacks and obviously can hit so either has hatred or really good weapon skill just so you're gonna be able to have a decent chance at getting a six 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just thinking too, like potentially models like the Black or War Boss or something that has a lot of ways to get extra attacks, extra yeah. eight. Like some of those APs, do they count onto this? You know, like, you know, the, um, not the chopper, because obviously the chopper doesn't, but, um, you know, his Fury's Charge gives him plus one extra attack, um, stuff like that. You know, all these, there's, and they've got the reroll yeah. too. The WAG gives him reroll to hit, I think. One of them's reroll, so, uh, reroll ones to hit, oh, one yeah. of them's reroll ones to wound. I think it's the WAG gives him reroll ones to hit. So potentially you're getting ways to yeah. buff up and some of their magic does as well. So you've got ways to maybe buff up the number of attacks plus some AP added on, if you know what I mean, which then might make this one even more useful. Yeah, because if you can get four rolls to wound, so like mm. four dice to roll. Yeah, there's a good chance that you're going to get really a six potentially. Yeah. 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 And what's your highest ward you're seeing is really just a five up, isn't it? So. Most time, yeah. yeah. Mm. Is there yeah, any four so... up ward ones? I've seen some three up wards against shooting, but I don't know about magic items that give you a four up ward in general. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's gone. Mm. Probably wrong though, because there's so many. Uh, yeah, Josh Headman's axe. Um, yeah, Headman's axe, forty-five points. Um, this one is the strength user plus one, uh, AP one. Um, it gives killing blow magical attacks requires two hands. Um, harder to justify than the dragon slaying sword. I feel. Um. Because yeah, I mean, you're already dealing with sword the... only monsters, though, not infantry. It's not a full healing yeah. blow. It does all of no, them. It's just monsters. Okay. Monsters yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, So this is a more. This is a gives a killing blow against infantry sized guys. But yeah, I feel like that's more of a niche sort of uh, application. You know, mm. um, just because of the way that the monsters, monster amount of guys. So really dominating them, you know, what we're seeing so far. Um, this also requires two hands, you know, which yeah, again, it's yeah, it's a bit of a, a detraction from its yeah, um, you're gonna lose at least one armor, probably, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You get an extra bit of strength and AP, I guess. But um mm. Yeah, it might be I a little just, I, just, I don't know, I think you might still see it occasionally. It just depends too, if you've got a um, if you got like you might see it in units, you know, chant like heroes that are in yeah. units that are probably going to go against other units a bit um, to kill chant, like to kill other characters maybe. Mm. Or against like dwarves, yeah, stuff like mm. dwarves who don't have monsters, so yeah, this yeah, sort of stuff true. would come in. But obviously that's situational. So. Yeah. yeah, and then you got the spell eater axe, thirty-five points, uh, strength as usual minus one eight. AP, magical attacks, magic res minus two. I mean, um, at 35 points, a little annoying because I thought if that was cheaper, you'd put it on champion and then suddenly that unit's getting magic res minus two and then that's yeah. pretty good. I think yeah. at 35 points, you start going, well, oh, I've got to have an actual you know, hero level character carrying it. But again, I don't know if we've seen the full repercussions of magic res yet and whether or not it's going to be it might actually be quite useful. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, and it is cumulative in some sense. Like I, I know there is some that don't cumulate, but I think Magic Res can. No, sorry, the other way around. Magic Res 
Most things are cumulative, but Magic Res says it's it's not. I think is that right? I think the one that says it has to. You got to just choose the highest. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I think. I think it's that one. Yeah. Um, Giant Blade. I am getting all the good ones. Look at look at this. Um, so Giant Blade, I, I rate that this is really good. 30 points, um, quite cheap. So you can get your, like the, um, not the Lord level, but your standard sort of hero level guys. Um, so strength plus one, so user plus one. Um, no AP again. Um, so it's a little bit limited in that regard. does have Armor Bane 2, Magical Attacks, but it's got Multi Wound 2. Yeah. Um, so nice. I think this is going to be really good against like your, your non-armored monsters and things like that. So mm. like monstrous infantry and monstrous cavalry giants. or giants. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, I reckon it's great. You guys yeah, on, I think so. On board? Yeah. yeah. You got to unbane yeah. too. Hopefully fish some sixes that might help a little bit. Yeah. That could um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes the multi wound too. I mean, I know the um, ogre blades. What D three, isn't it? Um, yeah. But it's sometimes nice to just have that consistency and going. Yep, it's two two wounds. So, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Statistically, it's the same, really, isn't it? But yeah, mm, more consistent, yeah. <laughs> more predictable. Yeah. Um, sword of swiftness, twenty five points. This is uh, strength as user, no AP, strike first. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Cheap and cheerful. Yeah. But, I mean, these are the cool thing is that these ones below are ones that you just probably never took before, but you could now because you can put them on champions. Yeah. So it's um, interesting. I mean, I don't know if you would all the time, but certainly some of these you might. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. would you ever? No, I'm just trying to think of it. Yeah. Berserker Blade. Uh, that's not a common one, is it? No, the Berserker Sword of Swiftness wasn't common. Um, Berserker Blade's not either. Strength plus one. Frenzy Magical Attacks for 20 points. Um, now, I'm assuming if you're Frenzy in a unit that's not, you're still Frenzy. Is that right? Is that how it works? I would think so. I mm. would think so. Frenzy, yeah. 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 Mm. Um, so, Sword of Might, uh, this is going to be. Is this your first common sword? Common yeah, weapon? I think so. Yeah. 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 Extremely <laughs> common. Um, extremely common. Everyone's got them. Um, so strength user plus one AP of one magic attacks coming at 20 points. Um, yeah, it's kind of decent, but it's, yeah, it's one of those things. This is the problem when you get down to these sort of things. It's like you really want to spend 20 points on... Um, yeah, you might see it. It's interesting. I'm wondering if so. There's more use for some of these where you put them on your champs, and you come across people who don't. So when you challenge them out, you're probably killing their champ, and suddenly you've got a champ yeah, yeah. left to sort of eat, get eaten by a dragon. You know, because <laughs> that's what yeah, I think yeah. is the True rule that. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's a bit of that. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because that sort of might. I mean, that's exactly the same points cost and everything as it was. Um, in previous editions, I would have thought, is mm. it? Yeah, in 6th yeah. ed it was, mm. um, in 8th ed as well. So uh, it's interesting that we took, because that was a stalwart really, like your BSB, you'd often give it to it or, you know, because they couldn't pick anything mm. else. Yeah, really. yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, I- I- interesting that we might not see it as much these days. Um, Biting Blade, 15 points. Um, strength is user 2 AP and Armor Bane 1, Magical mm. Attacks. Um, not a bad little item. Yeah. That. 
I think, no. for yeah. points, to put points, in champion. Yeah. Um, and the other thing too with some of these cheap ones, maybe you've buffed up your Lord or whatever to be heaps defensive and you've just got these couple of little ones, extra points just to put them on, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, that is pretty good. Because, yeah, if anything, armor bane seems, I mean, armor penetration seems more important than strength in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you're sense. a decently strong, you know, if you're a strength five character that's like souped up with armor, then maybe you might take this because suddenly you've got AP minus two at least, up to minus three with armor bane, plus magic yeah. attacks if you come across ethereal for 15 points, not too bad. Uh, for the cost, yeah, 100%. Mm. Um, is that me? Yeah, sort of so, striking, yeah. another common one. Um, so during the combat phase, the wielder of the sword of striking has a plus one modifier to their rolls to hit uh, for 15 points. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, again, not too bad. Like, again, you know, if you've got, if your character's pretty good uh, strength-wise and stuff, uh, okay, you're missing AP here, but 15 points suddenly plus one to hit. Um, because you, generally if you put this on something that's quite beefy, he's probably hitting on threes a lot and now he's hitting on twos. Um, it could be that, you know. Um, but again, I'm just saying those ones, if potentially you've gone defensive with everything else, you just want a little bit of a, a bump um, yeah. potentially anyway. Yeah. The lack of AP that's going to hurt, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could come in useful. Definitely. It's just lucky last, the burning yep. blade, the last common and last magic weapon. Um, five points. So this is when you're trying to fill out your um, <laughs> your your roster, so you can get your two thousand points. <laughs> you got five points spare. Um, so yeah. So strength as user, no AP, uh, magical attacks. But obviously, being a burning blade, it is flaming. Um, so. Obviously, good against your regen. Um, it's really all you're really going to be seeing it for. Um, but I, I can't see, you know, it, it's one of those things, like maybe for a champ or something like that. Um, but, yeah, if, if I had points, I'd probably be obviously spending more points on something a little bit better. But, yeah, flaming attacks, I mean, that's... The other thing is you potentially, I mean, this is really niche, <laughs> is putting these things on like your fast cav guys who might come up against war beasts because they're about the only things that's scared of flaming. Isn't that oh, the yeah. thing that flaming attacks does? Um, because flaming doesn't negate regen. It only does if regen, the target with regen also has the flammable keyword. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's no, I don't. There probably are one for one a lot, but I'm just wondering if it's just yeah, seems yeah. a bit weird. I think it's all undead, but yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not too sure about what else and whatnot. Mm. Cool. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, that look, there, yeah, there's some good ones in here, and it's interesting just that little point we made at the beginning that you technically could take two magic items, uh, two swords, and switch between them if you had to. I don't know if, if you'll see that, but um sort of an option if you really want to spend your points on on yeah. stuff but yeah um yeah like i mean could you combine the biting blade 15 points with the dragon one but that's what's that 65 points then 
Yeah. Actually, that's a good combo. That is. A that's really not a bad combo. combo. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. the best way to run yeah. it. Oh wait, biting play is not. Uh, no, it doesn't have an asterisk though. Oh, shit, oh that's no! That one. So close, one. but that would have been good. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. It'd have to be the sort of might, but then that's the twenty. That's what we said was seventy points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which is still consider oh. like if you were running somewhere to drag the dragon slayer sword, you almost do need to give him something a backup sword because it is you know somewhat situational to give him that sword. Um, yeah. Yeah, to give the dragon slaying sword. So having having a sword of might, I feel like would be a worthwhile. Even though it makes seventy points, I still feel like it'd make it a worthwhile investment. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have you to. Just, gonna run that we'll sword. get to. We'll get to armor next time, probably. But then, yeah, you only got thirty points potentially left to to do something with between talismans and stuff. But again, if you're on a monster, you're probably a little bit protected in some sense. But um, yeah, like you got more wounds as well and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, cool. Oh, well, we might leave the rest of the magic for next week. What do you reckon? Yep. Magic items, I should say. Um, yeah, cool. Now, there's nothing that jumped out that I hadn't seen, but, yeah, it was good to clarify that other little rule because it does make you think that you might see that little tactic occasionally. Yeah, the yeah. double ones, but mm. cool. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to um, cover with all those stuff or should we uh close out today's show no we've just got a big, big couple of videos coming up yeah we do we're gonna try to are we gonna try to do a faction review this week as well or you want to just target the Ooh. monster slaying one first we're gonna try and tell you how to slay your monsters <laughs> um probably get a stream in maybe. hopefully and then maybe yeah, even a stream faction would be nice. yeah maybe was that know. gonna be demons don't know we'll look at don't know yeah yet? Yeah. I should read whatever we're gonna do though, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh, I've read Josh the ones. A couple but... he could do as well. I think you'd yeah. have two, wouldn't you? A couple of I'd... pointy ears and I uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Definitely yeah, Brett's. Maybe. Definitely Brett's Brett's. The one I know know well enough that I've read. It'd be good to get one out. We'll see how we go. We might uh, get one out. And I do have some other people lined out for some other ones, but I haven't um sorted them out. I've told them, but I haven't like said that I'd like to have them on, but I haven't actually set a date, so I'll have to sort that out. But yeah, we'll yeah, have some yeah. other videos out this week on YouTube. Um but yeah, okay. Well, if that's all us, I'll just, uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for listening to another one of our Old World Fanatics episodes. If you enjoyed this, uh, our ramblings over magic items and stuff, uh, we'd love a five-star review on your podcast software of choice. Or if you're also now watching us on YouTube, because we do like hanging out there, please hit the like and subscribe buttons and click the bell to be notified of our latest videos. And again... I'll just pipe this again. Feel free to join our Patreon if you want some of the behind-the-scenes chatter that we uh, to post. Uh, you also have sort of um, a private channel on our Discord as well that you can get in touch with us. But um, outside of that, you can email us and find us on Old World Fanatics at Gmail and Old World Fanatics on all the socials. So until next time, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Old World Fanatics and we'll see you next time. See you later, guys. There's Woo. Josh's dice roll. Yes. Yeah. Love to hear. <laughs>